Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. How is everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well. It is Friday, June the 9th, 2017, all day long, and we've still got a few hours to go. And we're happy that for those few hours, unless you're, of course, Fricey or something, and then it's probably already Saturday at this point, we're going to forget all that, but we're happy that you're here with us for Technical Alpha. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going into the big one. It's the Thunderdome. It's the it's the most important time of the year, or at least was a decade ago. Nowadays, it's kind of hit or miss, but that's okay. We're going to hope that this year's a good one. E3 begins this weekend. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Are you fucking still well wheeling myself. and goddamn dealing on the side? I swear to fuck, if you're over there selling and buying games in the middle of this podcast, I'm gonna fucking strip that pencil ass freaking mustache off your face. Yeah, you better not be doing it. <laughs> but yeah, hustling. it's uh, I know you're always fucking hustling. You're fucking my god. If you weren't already married, you'd be on your phone in the middle of the freaking wedding. Like, hold on though, I got this new copy of Earthbound. It's sealed. Yeah. I need this yeah. in my life. Yeah, uh, I do remember lots one of thing I had to this do. Podcast. Lots <laughs> I of remember hustling. one thing. One thing I remember I need to do from last week is I need to turn you guys way up. So one sec. Okay. Hopefully that works. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, no. Oh no! Wait, hold on. That doesn't do anything. Just once, I wanted a podcast where we don't have to talk about audio during the podcast. <laughs> that's at it, we're hey we're on a podcast with adam it's basically no, it's not, it, it, like no it's not legit if you go back if you guys have watched it you go back you guys are literally like if i'm talking um, the people are deaf and then because they have to turn me down and then you guys are like that's, 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 i'm like a you problem and not an us problem adam yeah, yeah okay all right okay all right hold on i can turn that's actually that's actually the ultimate problem here with Discord is that their output volume is just low. I have panic completely at two hundred percent right now. All right, let's Jeff- actually start the podcast, boys. Oh my, my god. god, I turned he you up stop. a little too loud. He can't stop, guys. He's on a roll. It's rock and roll, boys. Uh, suck me sideways, Samuel. Anyway, pre E three weekend, we've got all sorts of shit to talk about. Probably about three percent of which Jeff will actually want to discuss, but we do have some movie stuff as usual. That we can uh, that we can go over. Uh, there is literally, I'm not joking, a massive list because E3 has gotten into the habit of releasing half of its crap before it even starts. Um, but there's some big is stuff that, that we can talk about. about. What that part about this huge list is that I really don't care about almost anything on it. I was tweeting about <laughs> it earlier. I know it's not it's not a hot list. It's not a hot list. Although I'm I'm so rarely it's not a hot uh, list at all. No, I'm so rarely looking for, um, like, a game that they've already announced. Every time I go into E3, my dream is that they actually, honest to God, surprise me. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching a conference, and it's going like, to be like that time where, you know, The Rock or, or like Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold just, you know, has been out of retirement and all of a sudden you hear their theme song come on in the middle of a show and everybody loses their shit. I want that for video games. I want them I want it to be like in the middle of a conference and then just have some theme song I haven't heard in 15 years and then lose my mind. Um and hopefully we get something of that at, at E3. But this is a pretty big one if only because we're going to see more of the Scorpio which is going to make it feel 
excuse me, more like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm always a, I'm always a sucker for E3s with new hardware like this. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what that what I, that I don't really brings. consider the Scorpio to be new hardware. Like I know I know it's like a big bump in performance stuff, but it doesn't. It just seems like an incremental boost more than anything. So all your hype, I'm just gonna suck it away from you. That's fine. I mean, I'm not expecting I'm not I'm not expecting miracles, but it is it's a, it is technically a new box. I mean, Xbox One has been around for what now? A while. What is this? Twenty seventeen. Three well, years. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, like I want to say that it was whenever Jeff was here last. Like I got it a couple of months before he showed up when we did yeah. that burger tour. Yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to, you know, obviously not be, you know, it's not, I don't, here's the problem. It's never going to be like when we went from the PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 era. We're not going to be sitting there watching the fucking conference and somebody's going to show us a game on the screen and it's going to look like we've just jumped 30 years in the future. That's never going to happen ever again. It's fiscally fucking impossible, not to mention, I think, just hardware wise, impossible. For similar constraints so regardless it should be interesting because whenever there's new hardware it always does get a little interesting at e3 um but we'll talk more about that stuff afterwards first thing we need to talk about gentlemen how were your weeks anything exciting happened in the last seven days anybody have anything happen mm, no just same old same for me just making a lot of youtube content for the retro stuff mm. and working on some projects and just enjoying summer and life. That's pretty much it to me. <laughs> you know it does you know you know weather here sucks when summer is classified as any two days consecutively back to back with temperatures over fifteen and sun. That's literally yep. like what <laughs> that's cause that's all we've had is like back to back like, days of, of reasonable weather. We went like fifty, fifty, ninety, eighty. I'm like I, I can stick with 80, but like it just keeps going like up and down. So the weather's been kind of nuts here. It's also been like 50, half 50, rainy, 50 so 90, like 80. Yeah. Good lord, it's all over the place. Yeah. I have it's to carry been, my umbrella every day. It's like it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty nasty. Yeah, it does rain. Well, if nothing exciting's happened, I mean, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't, you know, I never leave the house, so nothing that exciting happened. But I did, I did get I've through. Started taking more pictures of the products. And mystery. Oh, good. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't. Uh, we yeah, have those will uh, be. Uh, I got like the. I, I I did all the test shots. Um, I'm gonna do the final shots tomorrow afternoon. So I'll have a bunch of nice shots with the um, product and lighting stuff. So I was trying it out with a different thing. So uh, mm. they'll be pretty fire. You guys will enjoy it. Um, yeah. They should co-op sometime mm. next week. Fantastic. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. But yeah, I did miss one ribbon and three. That was a trip down memory lane. I'm going to take a break before four because my main, my brain is mush now doing puzzles back to back to back to back. But that was kind of kind of neat and fun to throw back down memory lane. Uh, and uh, and then I started up after Jeff got all of his like retro hauls and everything. And he was like pulling all these SNES carts out of the out of the bag. And and I saw Secret of Mana, I was like, you know what? I've never played it. I'm going to give it a go. And so last night I played some Secret of Mana. Not a bad game. game. Nope. Not a bad game. Pretty good. I mean, it's one of the first action RPGs, so it's it's it has issues. <laughs> it has some, some issues, <laughs> but, uh, but it's actually pretty good. And to think it was out in 93, I mean, that's not like that deep into the... Uh, 
the SNES, the SNES I had is a hard late, time so. playing that when I was really young. I'm having a hard time playing it, and I'm not young anymore. So, uh, you know, it's 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 got some flaws. It's not the worst thing. It's it's not like really really bad, but the combat obviously SNES action RPG are, is almost like a, a sentence that shouldn't exist. Um, but yeah. So, well, that was an exciting opening. Usually something happens, but apparently everybody's just been locked in the rooms this week, so that's fine. Uh, so the <laughs> first thing on the list uh, of endless crap that we can talk about, and we can go in this in any order, really. Um, but the, the thing that kind of struck me funny this week, um, I don't know if you guys heard about it, but uh, we all know CD Projekt Red, so the guys that, that make the Witcher series. Uh, they had... A couple was it, a couple years ago now announced that they were working on this title called Cyberpunk. I think it was like twenty. What was it? Twenty seventy seven. Oh, or? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, they uh, they announced that around the time they were finishing up Witcher two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so it's like been a while. Up, like the life cycle of Witcher two. They said they wanted to do something uh, not quite medieval. They wanted it to be a little bit more uh, futuristic, and they came up with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and that was the last I heard about it. Yeah, um, so like we've we've been getting not not like more information about the game or anything like that, but obviously we've been now been getting told that we're going to be seeing more of it now. They're getting ready to actually parade this thing out in public. Uh, but this week, uh, apparently somehow uh, they've managed to have a bunch of assets and stuff, uh, and possibly I guess some some footage of some kind of the game as as it was a while ago, like a couple months ago. Uh, leaked out of the company and being held for ransom, <laughs> where the people were oh, trying the to actually, stuff? yeah, yeah, actually trying to get CD Projekt Red to pay up. Uh, otherwise, they're going to release it to the to the general public. To which CD Projekt Red said, "Fucking hey, go for it, bro. Uh, we don't really care." <laughs> they just said, "Give her like, uh, this stuff's really this stuff's <laughs> really old, and if people are going to go looking for it, then that's their fault." So they they kind of had like a. Um, uh, PSA of, of, of sorts, um, saying, you know, obviously there is some stuff in here. The game has dramatically changed since, but if you want to go spoil yourself, possibly then go nuts. Otherwise we're not going to pay these people a bunch of money to get months old assets <laughs> back into our hands. It just seems so stupid. Um, but yet if you guys, I don't know about, I don't know about Jeff cause I know he's not into the Witcher thing so much, but I know that I was more interested in, in cyberpunk. Did you follow it at, at all panic? Um, I'm excited for it, but well, we can talk about this a bit later during the rest of the podcast, but in general, I don't mm. follow games anymore. I try to avoid it during the initial press cycle until they're like maybe two or three months from release. I've just given up on like reading up on the pre-market hype. I just, it, it just doesn't go well, <laughs> but I, I will, I, I'm sure we'll hit on it as we uh, go into the rest of the E3 coverage. Oh, there's lots of pre -mar uh, pre to market oh, hype yeah. that we're going to be having in this list. Let me tell you something. But uh, Jeff, I don't suppose you you do do you even know about cyberpunk? Nope, never heard of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to warn people right now. There will be about three percent Maximus Black in this entire podcast. So I'm just I'm just gonna listen, and if I have something to chime in, because I'm looking, I've been just looking through this list, and I literally I'm a, I'm actually part of the wrong <laughs> podcast. 
Like this, I actually don't care about <laughs> any of this stuff. I don't care about future games. I don't care about the hottest shit because I know we're just going to get 30 second in-game clips and pre-rendered videos and cheesy setups and all these I scripted actually talk garbage. About that, though. And it's just, like, it's want, just dumb. It's dumb. I, I, I know. I I want to have a meta E three talk instead of having like the list because like I, I'm Jeff. I had the same reaction because initially when about an hour and a half ago I, I got home and I was like, what are we talking about today? And I looked at the document list and it was all empty because all just E three articles. I, I just went through and I'm like, all right, let's just get something on the page. And I'm just like, let's see what each of these guys are doing. And I looked at that entire list and I'm like, I really don't care. Like none of this. There's only one thing on there that was actually sort of remotely interesting because I accidentally saw the trailer. But I'm yeah. like, every single year we get the same type of thing from all the developers. And then they deliver something that's really not quite what they're going to show us. And we're all disappointed, and every year we wonder what amazing thing they're going to show, and it's just like a repeating cycle. And I realize, kind of like, why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah, um, like <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking at the list, and I, and I'm not even saying that to be like negative, Nancy. I, there is absolutely nothing on here that gets me. The, the only thing that kind of gets me excited. Sequels is the Scorpio hardware. like, And not even the hardware. I'm just interested to see the power of the Scorpio, at least at launch. Because I obviously it'll get better as time goes and they start to develop more games for it. But that's the only thing I'm remotely interested in seeing. I don't care about the Switch. We talk about it every week. And all they do is just keep porting old titles and putting them in on the Switch. The Sony has no games that I care yeah, about. Never played anything. God of War. Don't care about Hindo Kajamachi's Death Stranding or whatever the hell that is. That Kojima? She, that she, she <laughs> moved three or whatever it is. Like, I don't even know. Whoa, 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 time out. Oh, Kojima? Time fuck, pause, press the button. Hold, whoa, whoa. Holy fuck me in the butthole. Did you just- that was the most amazing butchering of Hideo Kojima's name, the guy who created and- and is basically god of Metal Gear Solid, and I just listened to you hack his name to bits with a rusty spoon. That might be the only game in this list that anybody gives about and I care about, and ironically, it's not going to be at E3. <laughs> Great. It might- yeah. Um, there was actually one game I accidentally saw the trailer for, um, and- it might be so bad or so good. I don't know. I was just really happy when I saw it. But Need for Speed Payback. I don't know if you guys Ooh. saw the trailer for it, but they had no, a full trailer. One, it had it launched. It, it starts with like it's like features my dream car, the Mustang 350 GTR. So I was like okay. looking at it. I was like, let's watch this. And it had the campy voice acting. It sounds like it has a plot that's like straight out of Fast and the Furious with like cutscenes okay. and like heist driving missions. So I was like kind of looking at it. I'm like. They might not fuck this up. This might actually be an interesting game. You know, they, they might be going back to the roots of Need for Speed. So, so like, I, most I, I wanted, are we talking like most wanted levels of cheese or are we talking underground levels of cheese? Somewhere in between. Like, I was actually like listening to the dialogue and it sounded like straight out of like a, like a B Fast and the Furious movie. Like, they just went like, we want Fast okay. and the Furious, but we need for speed. And like, they had like, they had stuff like we're a crew 
And like, it was like <laughs> instead of family, it's a crew. We're, we're not, fam. we're not family because yeah. that might get us in trouble. But we're a crew. Yeah. Instead of Toretto, it's like Tyler or something. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> but um, the driving actually looked interesting. The graphics looked pretty good. Um, mm. Some of the racing objectives looked a little bit like the uh, the newer Most Wanted with some of the gimmicks, but it looked like it would play well. So I'm cautiously interested. Um. And that's about the peak of my interest in all the E3 things I've seen listed. So you can take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I'm 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 not even interested in Need for Speed, so I I, I don't even mm. have that. Like I, well, I just I'm, haven't um, been interested in Need for Speed in forever. They, even when mm. they were fun, when I was like 15 years old, they were only good for running away from cops and like uh, you know running into things and blowing racing shit up. Franchise. Like, like, I just find Project those Gotham games. Racing, I've been an E for Speed guy. If I were to play the games now, I would play it for forty five minutes and never turn it on again. Like it's just, it's just one of those games. Like I'm so hard to, like I'm not hard to please, but I'm I'm hard to get excited about games because I've just been let down by games for so long. And the only games that I get excited for are Naughty Dog titles because I know that I'm going to receive a quality game in a movie like format. Where I can get attached to characters, the voice acting is good, uh, you know, the motion capture is well done. It's come a long way. That's those are and the games are more mature. Uh, I just those are the type of games that I enjoy for one-off games. But if not, I'm I'm kind of just playing uh, competitive games, grinding over and over and over again, or I'm playing RuneScape. You know, that's kind of where I'm at, man. My my gaming, like my, I'm not interested in console gaming anymore. I haven't been in a long time. I'm, I've turned over to the Master Race, and that's the show. I used to be a you turned over gamer. to the Master Race to play a 55 year old game. <laughs> well, right now, yeah, I'm not yeah, into console sure. gaming, but I'm a hit up that RuneScape hype because it pushes my eight thousand dollar computer to the limits. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather play a game that I can get fifteen hundred hours into and enjoy the majority of it than use my eight thousand dollar PC to play a shitty ass game that I'm going to play for forty five minutes and spend a hundred dollars on. Why aren't That's you going for Witcher Three, man? So I, I'm just, I, I have there's no. There's just so many. There's just so many amazing PC games. I mean, I, I agree with. I mean, PC is amazing. I love the PC. I can get all sorts of stuff done on this. I, I don't even. I barely touch my consoles uh, these days, and 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 a lot of that is because exclusives have become more of a thing of the past. Whereas before, you know, you you could rely on a console having a good chunk of exclusives that would actually make it worth owning, and now that's not really the case because the people need to make money because games cost five hundred million dollars to make now, and so they can't just put it on a singular fucking console and hope that that's going to be the show. I actually, I picked up Injustice Two just on a lark. I picked it up on PS4. You've been getting um, into that, eh? Uh, yeah, like I don't know why. Like I, I saw some videos. I saw like the video where they were showing all the cutscenes, and it was like literally like a movie thing for cutscenes in a fighting game. And I was like, these cutscenes are really well done. Like the mocap and the voice acting in it was amazing. And I'm like, for a fighting game, this is really good. Um, and I ended up playing the game, and I'm like, it's actually a really competent fighter. Like I haven't played one in a while. Um, I busted out my fight stick, and I was playing along. I'm like, it's it's Nether Realm, so they do like more. They do Mortal Kombat and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it yeah. plays pretty well. And um, I was a huge fighter fan back in the day, but I haven't really played them in a long time. Um, it's just like a lot of the new fighting games got too complicated. But like this one, I was able to get into, and I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, 
And for consoles, I think that's really where the only real genre that keeps me engrossed on the console are fighting games. Um, I don't. I feel like they but haven't now, quite gotten it right on the PC yet. Tekken Seven is apparently pretty damn good, and it's on the PC. Yeah, but even then, like, I've always had quirks when I've tried to play fighting games on PCs. I don't know why, even with controllers and fight sticks on the PC, it hasn't always been as smooth as it is on the mm. console. So, like, that's, mm -hmm. like, the literally the only thing I've found, like, yeah, I, if I'm going to play an RPG or something, I'm playing it on my beast mode PC. But a fighting game, yeah, I can sit down on my couch and play that on a console, no problem. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I think, you know, I think, two. thumbs up. Yeah, I've been, I've been hearing a lot of good, I mean, I'm not a fighting guy, a uh, game guy at all. I do enjoy watching competitive fighting games because it's, it's a lot of fun to watch and the commentators are, are absolutely hilarious nine times out of 10, especially <laughs> the Smash community. They're absolutely amazing. I love that, that community to death. Um, but I'm not, I'm not really into it. I've always wanted to, but uh, cause I was like, you, you know, you don't want to be, <laughs> I, well, I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, not everybody would care, but for me, it's like fighting games are the one game. Like I'm not, I'm not really good in ga at games in general, but fighting games are like the my one genre that I have been so absolutely terrible at my entire life. Not there was never one point in my life that I was even remotely approaching competent at a fighting game. It was button mash or die, and it was usually button mash and die anyway. But I always loved. Fighting games, anyway, like back Mortal Kombat on the on the Super Nintendo, like uh, Brian had that down the street, played the hell out of it, was absolutely terrible. Um, might have gotten all the way to the, to the top and uh, of the of the campaign ladder thing once in my life, uh, but it was great and and just it's always been fun to watch guys who are really good at it because the time uh, the, or the timing these guys have is insane. Just the speed which they play is kind of crazy. Yeah, from like a fighting games has always been like the social aspect for me, which even then it's like I don't like playing fighting games online multiplayer. For me, it's always been about the you got some friends over and you guys are all sitting on the couch and you're doing like fighting games like that. Like those were like it was like a memory thing for me. Like all my cousins and I, we would just play Street Fighter 2 all the time on SNES. Mm -hmm. And that's like the kind of like social experience I like from fighting games where you have like three, four, five, however many folks just sitting in the living room and you're all playing together and you just do like the impromptu tournaments where people will just like, oh yeah, winner pass. That's the kind of experience I like from the fighting games. And again, you lose that in the online multiplayer. It becomes mm -hmm. like too hyper competitive, even though like it's nice that it can be get super competitive. It's like sometimes you just want to sit down and have fun and fighting games I think are like super conducive to that because you can just like, you get like the gloating rights of it. You get the shit talking. You've mm -hmm. got like the skill aspect mm -hmm. of it. It's kind of like just like that perfect storm of like a good social experience for gaming. Yeah. I, so, I'm like, uh, I've just, I've, it's so weird how I feel about video games these days. And I think it's mainly just because I play games for a living and like I just, I just don't have fun playing video games anymore on, on like a newer level as in like, I shouldn't like, it's kind of hard to articulate how I feel about it. It's like what, what you're saying when you remember playing games like I remember going over Adam's house and we would just play games and it you know mm -hmm. we would just turn on whatever game and we would have fun playing whatever game as long as we were gaming and that those were the the best times of gaming in my life in terms of 
enjoyability and, and to, like to, to be able to just turn on a game and not judge it, to turn on a game and not, um, uh, I, I, oh man, it, it's hard. It's really hard to, to explain how I feel about games these days. I just, it takes a lot for me to get excited about a game. And usually my excitement is for things like Starcraft remastered or, you know, if they came out and said we're remastering Warcraft, like older games that came out are, are the ones that are interesting. Me. And not, I'm, only, I'm not just saying that because I collect retro and as much as retro as I have, we I rarely play them uh, because I'm busy doing my job and other things. I don't have a whole lot of time. But even when Adam and I turn and we do the retro versus thing, there's something exciting about going and playing an old game and putting it in. And just enjoying it. I can't do that with new games. Like if Blockbuster was open and Adam and I had a a modern versus and we went to Blockbuster and closed our eyes and grabbed a game off the shelf, we would be much more hesitant, or at least I would be, I'd be much more hesitant to put that in the console and play it opposed to grabbing whatever from that wall and giving it an honest try and either having fun with it because it's bad or having fun with it because it's good or it brings back memories or whatever. I just feel like most games these days, it's all just regurgitated shit. Everything is a sequel and everything for the most part is worse than its counterpart. And it's it's it has its moments of greatness, but that usually only lasts an hour or two. And then after that, it's just like, okay, that wow factor that they brought on this installment is gone now. It's now... I don't know if it's games are evolving too quickly or they're coming out too frequently or the or or whatever. It's just it's really tough to engage me and keep me engaged in these single player games. Even the online experiences I put on. If I go get a new Call of Duty and I put it in, I'll have fun with it for an hour or two. And then I'll realize that everybody's a tryhard. Everybody's like going crazy. It's the same shit as before. It's nonstop. Like it's like watching a bad movie that you can throw popcorn on, popcorn in your face and get some kind of enjoyment out of it. After a while, it's just trying like, to take I'm itself done. like too seriously, and it's like every game, every like game come. And again, this is I think I'm looking at the list. Every game on here looks like some, or most of them look like some big triple A, quadruple A blockbuster title of like epic proportion. And like you, it's not like those games you, again. Like you can't just pull it out, put it yeah. in. And play and enjoy yeah. it. You have to like. You have to get invested into it. And if you don't get invested to it, you've lost whatever and, time you. Like, and you discarded. almost. It's like and it's yeah, like it's putting you gotta, effort into enjoying it. You gotta. You gotta almost be a fanboy of the game before you even buy it. It, it, it. There's no. There's no surprise or wonder. You already know everything there is to know about a game. You're already let down or excited one way. Usually, if you're excited, you're biased. And you either have some kind of underlining agenda because you're fighting, you know, COD versus Halo or some shit like that. Or it's it's very rare for me to see a new game and then go, the game wow, yourself that you bought. I got to buy this shit. Like, there's very few games. Like, the, that one game that I played for PS4 um, that, that Adam played as well that was beautiful. and, and, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. No, not that one. Uh, the other one with the big... Uh, La- Last uh, Guardian. Shadow, Shadow of Colossus. Yeah. Last Guardian. Um, that was the last time I bought a game and was actually excited to play it. And when I did play it and it was a fun game, I didn't even finish it. Like I got, I, I was probably two hours away from it. And it was one of those things where 
I just kind of stopped playing it for a few days. And then I just realized, like, I don't really care that much. Like, I kind of got what I wanted out of it. it. And it's like, meh. You know, I don't feel like I lost out on anything. It's like watching a Netflix series and you're really enjoying it at the start. And then you end up watching another show for a little bit. And then you go, well, I should probably pick that other show up. And you go, well, no, actually, I'd rather just go back and rewatch Dragon Ball Z. You know, I'd rather just go and do uh, something else. So that's how I feel about most games these days. I don't know if it's because I am getting older, as somebody said in the chat, which probably plays a factor. Uh, also the fact that it is my job. So I look at games differently and I have to be very selective on what I can play and what I can afford to play. But I think at, at the end of the day, those are excuses. And the reality of it is I just don't get excited about video games anymore. It's exciting to have big events like E3 and have the community come together and have a lot of, you know, uh, discussion and, and hype towards certain things. But I feel like a lot of the hype these days, it's all just artificial hype. It's who's spending the most advertising dollars and who's bullshitting the most. And at the end of the day, uh, it's usually uh, PlayStation, uh, Microsoft, and, uh, you know, Nintendo and Sony duking it out and Nintendo's in their own goddamn world. So it's usually just Sony and Microsoft having a pissing contest. It's it seems as though uh, Microsoft for the first time in a while actually has a leg up on PlayStation. But we won't even. And the thing is, we won't even know that we'll, we'll see an E3 we get the games to enjoy. And we won't it. even we won't even know anything. It'll just be more hype. It'll be an announcement to an announcement. So when I see this list, it's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll chime in and then. That's great, but at the end so, of the day, I don't really care. I would much rather you know, play. You know, RuneScape you know what this right sounds like right now. This literally sounds like listening to people talk about music. Okay, what I'm hearing <laughs> right now is I'm hearing, okay, rock only rock died in like the 60s and then there's the next generation that said no fuck you rock died in the 70s no fuck you rock died in the 80s no man 90s grunge that's the fucking tits oh no nickelback that's is my jam this sounds like people talking about music and you could apply this to basically every medium there is here's what i'm hearing right now People all have their golden age of whatever entertainment medium they have and hold dear. We all love the fuck. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Panic. We like Jeff and I. Backstreet Boys. Jeff, one of the biggest Backstreet Boys fans I even fucking know in my entire life. Probably never going to change. Uh, people I get attached to things. Confirm nor deny that my happened. love of Backstreet Boys are in sync. Yeah. So uh, the. Uh, People get attached to things at very specific times in their life. There's usually a pretty easy range of age that you can attach it to. And then, despite the fact that uh, that exists, there's also a bit of a problem when you're that age. You don't notice any of the shit that you are talking about right now going on. Everything that you just talked about. All about marketing. All about the hype. The announcement of the announcement. Who's sucking whose dick harder. All that shit existed in the 80s, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, it exists now, it exists tomorrow, it exists in 100 years from now, and that doesn't change, never has, never will. There are still, right now, it's just like when people say, music today sucks, that's why I use the music analogy. People say that all the time, you hear that all over the place. Everything sounds the same, it's all shit, the radio blows. There but is still metric fucktons of amazing music being made and signed to labels that you just don't hear and go up. Yeah, you have to go looking for it a little a little more than usual, 
but it's all still fucking there. Games, like you said, maybe it's an oversaturation issue. Perhaps it is. But when these games that are being put out in front, just like Justin Bieber is being put out in front of the fucking pop world, selling millions upon millions upon millions of shit, except the only difference is that the guys from Rockstar Games don't go out and get fucking lit up on coke and drive a Lamborghini into a telephone pole, that's the same, it's the same shit. But there's yeah, still good stuff. Ha- yeah, but the good stuff still happens. You just have to maybe look for it a little, a little more. There are loads of amazing fucking games that are still being made. Really? Some of them. Because I'm looking at yes. the list, Adam. I'm seeing Crackdown 3, you, Forza you know 7, Sea of Thieves, you know what you're seeing? more you're Tomb Raider, the FIFA stuff 18. Pre, That's what I'm seeing. Pre, you're seeing pre-E3 list of games that the big companies are going to bring that they want people to know because that's what the most people want to see. They're not pandering to your fucking salty old jaded ass. They're pandering to the 16-year-olds that are out there. A lot of the games on this list. Losing their fucking minds about A lot of games on this list (laughs) are going to do really well. And a lot of these games are... A lot of these games might even be good. (laughs) They might even be good. Right, but a lot of these games are the ones that are going to sell. That's fine, but the thing is, and, and again, this is from my perspective, not Jeff's perspective. When I said I don't care, I wasn't speaking on the quality of the game. Some of them are going to be good, like Middle Earth: Shadow of War, probably going to be really good. Tomb Raider, yeah. probably going to be really good, and they'll be yeah. technically excellent games. But, and I get Jeff's point. A lot like the older games and like the stuff that we used to play. You know, these games are a lot more of an investment if we want to enjoy them, and we're probably not going to make that investment for various reasons. We're not going to be able to just put the game and start playing, and it's just going to be like, oh, this is amazing. Like, it's not going to be like when you go to the retro shelf and you just pull a game off of it and you just put it in and play, and then you're just going to have fun. Like, a lot of these games, it's not going to be like that. On FIFA 18, you're going to have, it's, people are going to be grinding. People aren't just going to be playing that just for fun. Like, it's gonna, people are going to go nuts on it. And I guarantee you there's going to be worldwide fraud for how popular FIFA is with people stealing gaming accounts just so they can buy more microtransaction crap. But again, like these games, they're probably – some of these games are going to sell ridiculous amounts and some of them are going to be really good and some – most of them are probably going to fall short of expectations. And I think that's kind of the point. Now it's all about like hype and more hype instead of actually selling the games and giving us more, you know, new games. Like all – I don't see very many – physically new properties on here other than like days gone and death Stranding. a lot of these are sequ- yeah okay i have Ma- some i have NBA uh, live 18 yeah. dlc battlefront it's all sequels far cry 5 the fifth okay. far cry game okay okay all right i you uh, i'm gonna i'm with you I uh, want sequels new. sequels you want people like to see new shit okay here's yes. the here's the thing though i want you to go examine your top 10 games list both of you and now I want you to count in your top 10 games list how many of those fucking games are one-offs or brand new IPs or anything. Go ahead. Adam, I bet we're, you there's two. We're t- Adam, we're in two totally different conversations, man. I see the point you're making, and you're absolutely correct. Like, they've been doing this shit forever, but it just doesn't change the quality of game. It doesn't change the same bullshit, the bullshit that we deal with at all these E3s. And I'm talking about the list that I'm seeing in front of me. It's all crap. It's all crap to me. I mean, yes, you're right. There's a FIFA. FIFA sells like motherfucker. Uh, I'm sure Forza Motorsport will be great for all the Forza fans out there. That's wonderful. But there, there's nothing on this list that Jeff. What would you want to see on this me. list that would scream what out excitement? You, if you, you like could see, see something on this list, 
what would I like to see on the list? Yeah, yeah. what would you like to see? Well, you know, I would actually just like, like to what see would get some, that blood pumping? Something creative. I like anything from Naughty Dog because it's usually new IPs, good stories, well directed, well written. The Last of Us. Yeah, The Last of Us Two. I don't see that on this list. Are we going to see It'll gameplay footage? Or are we going to get another thirty second, uh, you know, v- rendered video? Like, you know, yeah, sure. There's a few things. Uh, the the what call it? Red Dead Two. At least we had to wait years for a second one of that. That'll be nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, I, I there there's not a whole lot there for me. I get what you're saying, man. I get the whole oh, music okay. analogy. I get the whole they've been doing on this for so long. But it just it's just it's all with the with the way the time has changed and with the internet and and it's different. It's just much even like from five years ago, it's different. Everything is just it's so it's just so un- uninteresting because I've seen it all. Like I, this E3 will be identical to the last E3. I've seen it all. Unless I'll be surprised, and I'll, and I'll even say it when I see something that surprises me. I'll go, "Wow, that looks interesting." Okay, I'm down for that. I just don't. I don't have fun. Uh, yeah, like even the Resident Evil VR. When I played Resident Evil VR, yeah, sure, it was the same Resident Evil, but I got to play it and it got to experience it in a whole new um, way. VR was incredible. Is probably the best game that I've played in the last so five short, years uh, because of the experience. Those things excite me because it's new. It was refreshing. At least they took the old and 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 made it with the modern and made it good. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, sure, I get exactly what you're saying, dude. I'm not not arguing that. I just Far Cry Five, like Jesus Christ, man. I, I I don't. I'm just tired of it. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm tapped. I'm tapped. Just, tired, tired. I'm tapped. Tired. I'd rather just turn on StarCraft Two, man. Just play StarCraft Two. That's how I am. I'm. Uh, you guys might be different. And there are plenty so of sixteen PC, year olds out there that so PC that are getting guy, hyped for this stuff. Sure. You're 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 a PC gamer guy now. So let's ignore everything because most of this is all console shit. There is a PC block at E3 now. They have an entire show specifically for PC. Uh, which never existed for the longest time because E3 was almost exclusively yeah, for the past two or three years. Yeah, it was almost exclusively about consoles forever, and you hear like PC related stuff, but it would only be during like the conferences that they could put it in with the rest of the games. Um, is there something that you would want to see that comes out for the Master Race? There has to uh, be don't... something. You're still I under I understand like I, I understand that you you know. You you play games for a living. You play a small selection of games for a living because they're the ones that allow you to make money and not uh, you know be poor. Uh, so I, I I get that. I I do the same thing, and it's hard, and, and it makes games a job instead of a hobby, and and this that. Well, and the you're other a little thing. different. You're a little different because you actually get to play what you want. I don't. Uh, right. You've, yeah. You've kind of you've kind of built your career around that. But is that um, really so, any better? Because uh, because I'm playing. I'm I'm still like if I if I want to play a game, if I start up a stream and I play something, I'm playing it uh, because the, the community is also interested. in, For example, seeing me play through Mist, the recent thing that I'm doing, um, I have I can have a good time with it. But at the end of the day, if I turn on my stream, I can't just be like, well, if I don't, if I'm not really in a great mood, 
uh, and I don't really feel like playing and I'm not going to get three hours into the stream and say, fuck this, I'm just going to go play some Rocket League for the next five <laughs> hours. Um, and then there's still the same there's still the same negative connotations that you start attaching to games because you play them uh, for a, a living. It's just now I'm applying them directly to games that I actually enjoy, which sometimes uh, can be pretty shit. But regardless, uh, on the PC side of things, other than StarCraft, I'm just what I'm trying to see is uh, what I what I want to hear from Mr. Black right now is I want to hear do you do you like games anymore? Period. Because I'm, I'm going to say right now, what I'm hearing from you is you want to retire from playing games for good. You want to go fishing you sound and watch dead UFC inside. and collect retro games, but only play retro games once every two months, and then and then that's it. Because you don't get it. You're telling me you're you not excited look at about them. games. You don't want to touch you, them. Yeah, anymore. you just want to look at. You just want to look at them from a distance. Fuck everything else. So do you do you enjoy games anymore? Like at all? Period. Do you, is there anything you want to look forward to? Do you even look to look forward to things? I don't look to look forward to things. If something ha- I usually find out uh, the new games from people in the stream to like, hey, have you heard about this? And then I'll go out and I'll I'll check it out and I'll either say, oh yeah, yay or nay. Um, yeah, I enjoy playing games. Of course I do. I'm a gamer. Um, been playing games since I was since I could before I can remember. I just am now selective with my games, and it's mainly because there's a lot of crap out there, and there's always been a lot of crap. Uh, but I'm much more I'm much more aware of the crap, and uh, <laughs> and yeah. now since my now since my time is limited in terms of what I can afford to play when I want to play it, I have to be very ultra selective on said games. Uh, if not, then I like I said, like you said, I don't make a living or I don't make as good of a living. Mm-hmm. Of course, there'll be people that'll mm-hmm. support me to play whatever, um, and chances are the worse of the game, probably the more money I'd make. Uh, but the thing is, is <laughs> yeah. I, I am very selective on what I, what I like to play. And just in the last decade, there hasn't been a whole lot that I've been interested in playing. It's not that I hate video games. I quite love video games. And when video games are great, I don't shut up about them. Just kind of like when I played Resident Evil 7, I try to talk everybody to get into a VR and play the game. It was amazing. Um, the, the The Last of Us was an incredible game, which I really enjoyed. And then I really can't think of too many more games off the top of my head uh, that have simulator. left an impression Real uh, on simulator. me. Yeah, Real maybe. estate simulator. So, I mean, I just, and to be fair, I probably play two video games outside of my regular video games fully a year. So, you know, I may not be the most qualified person to uh, say all games suck, which I've never said that. Most of the enjoyment that I've been getting out of games are from indie developers. Um, you know, mm-hmm, Braid mm-hmm. was great. Limbo was great. Um, those type of those types of shorter six six hour games that have purpose um, and have a mission and get it done uh, and don't try and drag on for the sake of of making a longer game. Uh, even uh, the first Shadow of Mordor or whatever the fuck it was called that was fun for about six hours. I really enjoyed that too. Um, and now we're probably on number four for all I know. I have no idea, but oh, the sequel's yeah, coming I mean, out for that one. Like that's it. To to they answer your question, I do like video games. I love video games, and that's why I am selective. And you make it seem like I'm out attacking video games. That's not the case. In fact, I'm in my own little world. I play a select few games. When something comes out, I don't sit there and I don't rant and rave about it. I don't go and read up a bunch of shit. 
I don't make reviews and go balls deep on games or overly and uh, um, analyze and critique games. I'm just a simple man. If there's something that is intrigues me, I'll buy it. I'll play it. If I enjoy it, I'll finish it. If I don't, I'll never turn it on again. And I won't really say that much more about it. I'm not out on some mission and most certainly I'm not going PC master race. It has nothing to do with what is better than what whatever else. I mean, I've played more solo player games on the console in the last four years than I definitely have on PC. I actually can't think of any one single player experiences that I played on the PC other than maybe player battleground unknown, uh, which is still a multiplayer game that I actually sat down and played on the PC. The majority of my off gaming that isn't what I'm playing for a living is done on the consoles. It's just, there's not a lot of console games that I'm enjoying. And from this E3 list, I'm not seeing another one on there that I enjoy or that I think I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. Now, to be fair, this list does not encompass everything that's going to be there. That's why I had to also ask, and Panic did as well, if there's anything that you would want to see, because there's stuff here. This is just the... This is what we have to make sure people know that these games are going to be their list. Oh, they yeah. all know it's going to be there, Adam. Yeah. They all know. Whatever their favorite franchise is, they know they're getting another one in six months. We don't need to announce that to them. It's shoved down every YouTube ad advertisement, every Twitch ad that's played, every Facebook ad you see. We know we're getting NBA Live 2018. We know we're getting another rehash of a Nintendo Wii game ported onto the Switch. We know we're getting another Forza. We know we're getting another God of War. We know we're going to get another Metal Gear Solid. We know we're going to get another Resident Evil. We know we're going to get another South Park and Assassin's Creed. We know we're going to get another Far Cry and a Witcher. We know we're going to get another Sims and a shitty Star Wars game. We know we're going to get another Madden and NBA 2K. We know we're going to get another Shadows of Mordor or whatever the Middle Earth bullshit. We know we're going to get another Tomb Raider. We know we're going to get another fucking Star Trek game. We know it all. What we don't know is the good stuff that you say we don't see that I, if I don't see it, then I can't get excited about it because it never gets announced. We all know what's coming. We know it's, that one man can't make a difference. <laughs> one oh man has a dream. Oh, my God. Oh, I th- you've, you've, trump- you've trumped me for jaded asshole in gaming. I think you've actually you've surpassed me now. I thought I was like the the most jaded person in gaming ever. I think we've 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 successfully. You're so jaded. You're going back and playing all the missed games in order. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's just fun. you went oh, to the I, actually, effort I of did. setting up old computer like software to do this. Now that you that mentioned fun, it. Though. I did play the new Mist game on PC, and I enjoyed the fuck abduction. out of it. Oh, so, abdu- abduction. You know why there it was good, go. Adam? Because it was a good game from a good publisher <laughs> that took its time, that had a purpose, and went out and got it done. And I enjoyed it. And if it came out on the PC in the VR at the time, I would have done it in VR. But it just, they didn't have it, so... Uh, I played it just in regular on PC, and I played it from start to finish, beat it in two days, and enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm just, I'm selective. I don't even think I'm jaded, man, because believe it or not, I mean, there's a little bit of jade in there for sure, but believe it or not, (laughs) 
<laughs> there a little, a little, a little bit. bit but but <laughs> but i don't want you uh, you know i don't want you to to, to point too many fingers at me because if people are honest and they're listening to this I don't podcast even think it was right accusative. now i don't think that people will disagree with what i'm saying i i, 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 I don't think what i say all, is valid personally i um i may be on a little bit more of an extreme way of doing it because I'm animated when I say things and I kind of over exaggerate certain things. And of course I understand it's an industry. I understand that companies need to make money. I understand that it's harder to get new IPs uh, greenlit and developed because people don't want to see anything else, but halo 17 or destiny 32. That's just the way it is. I understand (laughs) that. But at the same time, what I'm saying, I'm not bullshitting. It's just the truth and I'm tired of it. I just. Well, I'm not saying you're bullshitting. I I mean, it's not. It's it's not necessarily that uh, that you're bullshitting. It's just. It's just like. Oh, it's just. It's just what are you excited like, about, Adam? Because you seem to be what defending am I this. About? I mean, I know you jerk off E3 all the time anyway, because this is like your little jerk off circle time. So why don't you My tell me what time. you're <laughs> what what you're so excited about? You know, I'm because actually I having like more fun. Listening to this than actually playing some of the games that would be on this list. (laughs) I feel like you're more excited for the festivities of E3 than what you are the video games. The pageantry. Yes. I love, yeah, I don't, I don't have any qualms. I love, I love E3 because I, is this like, is this the finish panic? Is that what that plays to nobody listening to this? The pageantry with the hand. The pageantry? Okay. Uh, no, the, uh, I, I love E3 because I just, I do like the pomp and circumstance, the blown out of proportion, stupid shit, uh, that, that happens. Cause I just think it's, it's just, it's fun. Uh, it's fun in a stupid way. You look back and yeah, you get to laugh about how silly shit go. You know, you can see like Usher on fucking stage singing at Ubisoft for no apparent reason. Like what the fuck is that about? <laughs> or you get, what was it? Who was it? Was it last year or the year before? Um, who was Snoop it? Dog, that he sang during the battlefield Rulo. one thing. Jason Derulo. And he oh didn't God. hit oh, yeah, a single ridiculous. note the whole he fucking have, song. He didn't have his auto tune on. I, that, that hurt my soul, but it was funny, right? I like that shit. It's silly and it's and it's over the top. So I do enjoy that a, a lot, yeah. And I particularly enjoy when they do have new hardware like the the Scorpio. Yes, it's not. Yes, it's not fucking. Uh, you know, the next age of computer hardware because consoles don't get to do that anymore. Way you know, back mm-hmm. fifteen years ago, consoles in some crazy way sort of held up against PCs because the gap wasn't the size of the Grand Canyon. Now it's literally impossible to close because a console is not allowed to cost more than $599. So what the fuck are they going to do? Like, what what are they going to cram into the damn thing? (laughs) So you can't expect that anymore. But at the same time, you know what is fun for me a a bit as a tech guy is to see how they maximize that $599. You're looking at people trying to get 4K gaming into a $599 box that can be mass-produced. That shit is fucking nuts. So I can't wait to see what Microsoft manages to to, to pull off with this. And they, they just... Announced that they're. I know this means nothing to ninety percent of the people listening, but they opened up another gig of RAM. They have the shared RAM in consoles, right? They opened up another gig for developers. So instead of it all, that gig going to running the operating system, they get another full gig, which actually doesn't sound like much, but for a game developer, that's pretty fucking massive. So um, it'll be fun to see just what that. I want to see what it looks like. I don't know if we're going to see what it looks like, but it, I want to see what the fuck it looks like. They just trademarked a new S logo this week, like 
a couple of days ago. So maybe it is literally going to be called the Scorpio. I don't, I have no fucking clue, but if it is cool, whatever. Um, but as far as the games go, what I look forward to, like I said earlier in the cast, is not necessarily all the stuff that we see in this list. Because yes, obviously, as you so eloquently put for almost a straight minute of listing off the games that we have in this, in this file. We know. Yes. We know that these games are going to be there. But what I look forward to, even if it doesn't happen, I get excited about that 1% chance that, like we said at the beginning, the music kicks in and you're like, what is this shit? And something pops up on screen and it's a game that miraculously did not get leaked and nobody knew about, but it's a big title uh, that means a lot to a lot of people and you hear the crowd go fucking bonkers. That's awesome. That's what I look forward to at E3. Halo I don't really 39. care. 39. When was the last yeah, time they did that? Uh, uh, they did a reveal for Last of Us. Wasn't that last E3? The Last of Us 2? I'm not sure. And yeah, and they had the, they had the acoustic guitar <laughs> thing, and, and, it was, and people in the crowd were like, is this what we're about to see? And then all of a sudden it came up, and you saw, El, what was her name? Ellie? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I yeah, yeah. And then, they did the, then they did the late title card at the end of that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, like and it, fucking people were like, right? Because The Last of Us is a huge game by a huge developer, and people weren't necessarily expecting that. So moments... Moments like like that is 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 pretty I awesome. Think you're and there so, for the shock yeah. factor. We're, we're yeah. Adam. Believe it or not, as as much as we have made the narrative here, like we're we're totally on opposite ends of the spectrum. I don't think we are at all. I I, I even said I'm interested in the Scorpio and what it's going to be able to do, and that's mm. exactly what you just said. Um, also, you said. Uh, you know, we want to tell the people about the games that are coming out. And I literally said they already know all the games that are coming out. I think what it is that the differentiates you from I and why you enjoy E3 so much is because you and I, but I've given up, you had a lot <laughs> of those moments of those wow moments years ago when making an announcement about a game was new when the internet and everything didn't tell you all the stuff that was coming and you had those surprised moments and those those awe moments when you hear the crowd clapping and you know you see the the title and even though you may not see anything about the game that's all it took to get the hype going and you 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 want that moment again it's it's like going to the movies and going to see a new star wars film after 15 years and all you want to do is you want to capture that that moment again it's that experience of e3 i really don't think it has anything to do with very little to do with an excitement about what we're seeing on what's coming up it's the it's the what ifs. It's the what are we not seeing because everything else is not exciting and it's all the same. There's a few things in there that will be interesting to listen to that may capture some traction and, and have get build some actual excitement. But for the most part, it's all what we've seen before. And I'm with you on that. I I feel like when I do watch E3 and I will that I will have those moments of. Wow. And trust me, Adam, when those moments happen, I won't be a jaded fuck that'll be like, oh, well, <laughs> well, the, 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 all it was is CGI or and, and or that just looks, <laughs> you know, stupid. I don't like the title. I will legitimately be blown away and excited for a surprise, something that's going to throw me off and go, wow, I didn't see them doing that. I didn't hear about this. I didn't think this was coming back or whatever. 
I will legitimately be excited. But it's hard to have those feelings. And the way you're always optimistic about E3 because you enjoy waking up and knowing it's an E3 day and you're constantly on the forums and shit. What what it is for you is the same thing what it is for me on Oscar night. I love Oscars. I love, you know, the small things. I love seeing who's going to win sound design. I love seeing who's going to win cinematography. I love seeing, you know, uh, who's going to win best picture. All those things that a lot of people don't really care about. A lot of people only care about the best picture, best actor, best actress, best this, best that, the main things, kind of like the Call of Duty, the Forza, the the whatever, you know, the big AAA titles. You're kind of that, but with E3 where you enjoy the smaller things. You enjoy, how are we going to get all this 4K or 8K capabilities on a small screen? And they're going to do all that in a $599 box and it's going to bring it to uh, to your homes. How much money are they going to lose out on this? Are they going to be able to recoup all that cash? See, you love all that shit. I don't care about it. Is, he just wants to know if it's going to look play? good on his TV. Are they not going to play? Is it going to look good? Is it not going to look good? Are the games going to suck? That's me. So you're kind of you like all the intricacies and I I'm just like, let me see the goods, yay or nay, and that's the show. That's like I'm put also, the box but, in my uh, lap, uh, let me see how it works. But uh, yeah, no, I I was I was never I was there was no narrative being painted that we were wildly different on on those specific things. My my digging on 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 what I did there was just because there was such a uh, uh, hate boner for sequels and shit like that, and the same stuff coming here. You know, the the thing being said is it's the same things over and over again. Personally, I know. I here's 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 my here's the my thing. part of it. I don't give a fuck about if they're going to come out with Halo Seventeen. You know why? Because at the end of the day, it's not the number that's strapped to the end of it. Because eventually, they're going to roll that shit back around and just call it Halo. Just call again. it Halo. <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. is 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 that game good? And the only yeah. way you're ever going to find out about that other than getting it in your hands is, yeah, you're going to see this shit. And some of it is CGI and it's not what you're going to see in the game. And yeah, we've been burned a thousand times over, but there's got to be a point in which you start seeing the stuff. Uh, and that's that's E3 nine times out of ten, unless it's like the Tokyo Game Show or, or GDC or, or some shit where they do mm. like these random reveals because they don't want to be buried in the hell that's E3. So, um, you know, that, that was where I was digging. Cause I personally both, both, you know, Far Cry five. Yeah, it's dumb, but it's not the fact that it's Far Cry five. It's the fact that the, a, that the, the game Far dumb. Cry five looks yeah. like shit. That's yeah. the problem of Far Cry five. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you could have I, Star that's, Wars that's 20, right? You could have Star Wars episode 20 and if it's amazing and it's exactly. great, who cares if it's number 20 again, give me 25 of them. But the, the, yes. the track record with these video games and a lot like movies, the more they go on, you know, you hit Saul number seven, Saul number eight, and you're just, you become less excited about this. Less excited, less excited. Unless, it's oversaturation unless of hype. Yeah, and then, uh, unless, like, there's a new director that comes in that has a good track record that may may give you that little hope of maybe this one will be different. It's like that, you know, or or with Final Fantasy, we talked last week, where they, they, they bring it into the in-house or where they, they switch everything, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. that gives you something to talk about, and you're like, oh, for fuck. You're like, oh, now we're fucked. But if it was, like, you know, in the opposite <laughs> direction where you found out that they were completely staying to the roots and, you know, whatever, and it was the original guys, then you would get excited about that. So, yeah, it, it, it definitely, it, 
with the sequels, I'm not hating on sequels. I, I know it may have come off a little bit like that, and and it's hard not to come off like that when you are saying things like Forza Seven. And you are saying things like Far Cry 5. It doesn't matter how I try and articulate this. It just comes off like I'm a hater and uh, for sequels because the numbers are getting ridiculous. And, and it's, it is ridiculous. Um, but that's how you sell games. And you have an IP and you have to use the IP that sells. So uh, I'm with you on that, dude. I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not as jaded <laughs> as you think I am, bro. I'm not. But I am I don't jaded. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to be sold on it. I want to. I want to see this year's E3 a game show up, and then Jeff just shit himself about it. That's what I need to see now. That's what I, I want to know what that is. Apparently, you, you don't. You're not even sure what that would be. Like that's just some nebulous thing. But when it Probably happens, he gets from so Naughty much Dog, noise. There's so yeah. much yeah. noise Naughty every Dog. year. It's really hard to know until you see it. See, I, if 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 Naughty Dog comes up and there's an IP there or even a sequel. Then I can get excited because they haven't oh, let well, me down we're, yet. We're definitely right? going to see Naughty Dog. It's definitely going to happen. So three hundred. I want to see Remedy. I want to see something from Remedy. Okay, let's let's hold this because we might actually be able to talk about stuff that we that we would like to see from people we'd like to see it or just whatever. Um, and we'll try and be realistic about it because obviously, if I said I want to see Jet Set Radio, that's never going to happen. But we're getting Bubsy, so you know there's that. I would love to see Jet Set. That would get me excited. <laughs> that was like when Mirror's Edge, the second Mirror's Edge got announced. I was pumped. Yeah. You know, I was pumped for it. And it looks great. So but it was, <laughs> I, I like that game. I love Mirror's oh, Edge, too. Huh. Oh, with you two. panic. Uh, the free running was right. great. We're going to go sell out for a while and make up for the fact that Panic just said Mirror's Edge 2 was a great game. We're going to be right mm. back in about five or so minutes. Pageantry. Pageantry. Well, it did have a lot of pageantry, I'll give you that, that's for sure. Uh, but we're going to maybe uh, talk a bit about what we would like to see, or try and come up with something for what we'd like to see uh, at E3, and then maybe some of that stuff happens. That's the fun thing, too, I like about E3. Let's make some stupid predictions and see which one of them actually happen. It's like going sure. to going to bet. Uh, but yeah, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Sit tight uh, and uh, enjoy the sellout. Hey guys, if you're enjoying Technical Alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us help you help us and you! We've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live-streamed every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash technicalalpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people, and really, more people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly, though, while we like to joke about the sellout, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for enduring yet another sellout time. We do appreciate it. We do appreciate the hanging out for the sellout. Also, big thank you to everybody checking us out on iTunes, giving us those five-star ratings. They've been going a long way. We've been... Still growing on iTunes at a at a reasonable pace, I might add. 
And so uh, we got to thank you guys for that. We're approaching a hundred. Uh, my goal is not, but not the end of this month. The end of next month. If we get to a hundred reviews, I'm a happy man. I think we're at like eighty three or something like that right now. So we are not I think the, far. The big goal here is to get to five k on that Patreon because we well that really too. We're close. also re- ridiculously close to that too. We are um, Miyagi so Miyagi bumped up. Which jumped yeah, us up big time. So if there was ever a time, guys, when y'all are like, man, I really I really think I should chuck a five sheet on this podcast so I can get that leg TV versus and get some of that swag that's coming or whatever the case may be, it's that time. We getting real close. Mm. We getting real close. Super close. I wonder what our first movie is going to be. I don't know. We'll figure that out when the time comes, but I don't even uh, want to get excited about it yet. Ah. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait stupid. to watch the movies. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, we will get around to a little bit of movie talk uh, today. We don't have anything huge listed at the moment um, in, in there, but we can talk a bit about that uh, towards the end. But first, wanted to definitely talk a bit more about uh, if we just take some guesses what you might like to, you know, what you think might show up and uh, that's not necessarily listed already. Uh, if anything comes to mind, and then you know what would be your your dream this e three you close your eyes what is what is your dream what what game or games that uh if the screen got lit up by that logo would uh would have you screaming like a schoolgirl, so to speak is there anything I'll start with you panic is there anything that uh that you've got? that you'd really like to see show up. Maybe not even a really specific title, but maybe there's just a dev you would like to, to see something from that you haven't seen in, in a while. Um, I want to see Remedy. Um, they're the guys who did um, Alan Wake, Max Payne, um, those type of games. Uh, they did Quantum Break, which actually, it, it didn't go over as well as most people had hoped. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good game. But, you know, they do a lot of those, like, pulpy story games. Um, mm-hmm. And they haven't done something like, you know, in their older style in a while. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we see something from them. I know they're working on something. We don't know what it is. Um, I'm trying to think. I want a good action RPG. Um, I, I don't even know which dev would do it at this point. Um, that genre is kind of staled out on us. Um, Diablo 3 kind of sucks, in my opinion. Um, Path of Exile is all right. But I kind of just want, like, a good story-driven action RPG. Don't they have a PoE 2? En route? I think, I think they're working on it. But I don't know if that's like yeah. an E3 type title that they would like say they're doing. Hmm. So you're looking for like a, like a, yeah, like a top down RPG, like. Not necessarily top ARPG. down, just some kind of action game. Yeah. Like, I mean, technically mm. Dark Souls would kind of count as an ARPG. Um, I mean, we just got the surge recently, but, um, you know, I just want some kind of good action game, you know, with story elements. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. They are getting harder to come by for sure. Yeah, it's. It, I know it's kind of like uh, on the downtick for that genre at this point, but yeah, or a good space combat game. <laughs> yeah, anytime you can get a good space combat game. <laughs> anytime. I anytime. would say that's like a, uh, anytime. Oh, obviously, Naughty Dog. I've already said that like ten times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So anything from them. Uh, I would love to see another Bloodborne. I really, really liked Bloodborne a lot. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Bloodborne more than 
any of the Dark Souls video, any of them. Um, Mm -hmm. I just really enjoyed it. It was faster paced. The, it was really difficult, but it wasn't hard for the sake of being hard. It stayed true to the Dark Souls difficulty, but it didn't make it dumb. Uh, the mechanics were, were well done for the most part. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see another Bloodborne. So if they, if there's that, I'd be really stoked for that. Um, and beyond that, I mean, obviously, if Blizzard announces anything that is StarCraft Remastered related to get a Blizzard to get a date doesn't for that. really announce at E3, do they? Uh, they usually do all their stuff so, at BlizzCon. But, but now, now that they are so heavily in bed with Activision, I mean, they always have been, but even with the merger now of Battle.net with Activision and stuff, you just never know. Uh, Blizzard may make an appearance of some sort. Um it would be a good platform to do it, but obviously they will save a lot of the big stuff for BlizzCon. You're right about that. Uh, maybe we'll even just get more info on Battle.net and how that's going to work, uh, mm. which will be interesting to hear in terms of they news. They might merge that in with the Destiny stuff or stuff in general. Yeah, uh, but I can't really think of it, um, many other games. Obviously, you know, the pipe dream would be a jet set, but that's just not going to happen. <laughs> um I can't really think of much more off the top of my head, but Bloodborne would sound good. Naughty Dog would sound great. Um, Sega's actually going to show off the Sonic game that they came up with, like the 2D one that's like the retro version. Um, yeah, it's apparently looks good. Getting, it's getting good reviews like from people who like the press who've played it. They said, if you like the old Sonic games, you're going to love Sonic Mania. It's got a lot of the um, general stuff going on with it. Um I'm kind of interested in that. Apparently, it's not like even just like a small dinky game. It's got a lot of. It's got a pretty good chunk of content, like on par with one of the older Sonic games. So it's not like even like a half game. It's like actually going to be like a full fledged thing. Should should be interesting. People are saying it's going to be a. It's worth the money. Surprisingly, yeah. That's that's that is actually like one of the few things that Sega has actively done what I would consider to be right for a long time. Uh, I don't know yeah. why it took them so long to get to the point where they just said, you know, to hell with it, we're actually going to make another 2D Sonic game. It's only what people have been asking for for a decade plus now, so why not give it a they go? Hire the, uh, they hired the developers that did, like, they ported the old Sonic games to, like, and made the widescreen versions. They're pretty much like... yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys can go do what you do. You're actually, we're just going to say you guys can do it now. <laughs> and they're like, they, they brought them on board. So, like, that's part of the reason why. And those guys, like, understood the level design of the old games. So, apparently, they've, they've, like, and the, the reason the press has been loving it is because they said these, a lot of these look like the old zones you had, but they've added new mechanics, but it's not too complicated. It plays the same way the old one did. It's intuitive and, like, the level design is good, unlike a lot of the other platformers that have come out recently where they all look really fancy, but the level design is actually garbage. Like, they said the level design in this is actually pretty good. So I'm actually also pretty optimistic about that one, so I guess I was wrong when I said it was just Need for Speed at that point. <laughs> um, yeah. a Sonic game, and maybe Sega won't fuck it up. I think this will be fine. I think I think it will be fine because Sega isn't technically the ones doing it, and I think that's exactly the reason yeah. why it's not going to suck. <laughs> because <laughs> Sega doesn't isn't really getting their hands into it. Um, as sad as that is to say, I mean, the, the, when it takes somebody else, t- you know, handling your franchise, your main franchise, before it finally <laughs> becomes something that isn't crap, that's uh, kind of damning 
for the the company, but um, you know, well, like we talked about several podcasts ago when we were talking about Peter Moore. Uh, was it? Yeah, not. Yeah, was I forgot it his name, yeah, but Moore. I know when it was he, Peter. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Peter Moore. Uh, when he left, when he, yeah, when he retired, we talked about that briefly, and, and and I talked about how he was at Sega for a while during their transition period, their awkward time where they were they were tanking pretty hard with the Dreamcast thing and everything, and and uh, and Peter said to them, "Look, you know, you, you guys." your marketing in North America is killing you right now. And he gave, and they gave them that marketing survey that happened. And, and they were like, this is, you made this up. This is garbage. This isn't what people think at all. And then now here we are. And I feel like Sega still feels like that's the case. I don't think that's changed at mm-hmm. all for whatever reason. So I, so I am, I am definitely, and I know a lot of people uh, are excited about that Sonic game. And so it will be fun to, um, uh, to see how that, uh, that happens. I'm, I'm weirded out a bit that they have this other Sonic game, like the Sonic Forces. Like, what's I don't I didn't I didn't even look that up, and I'm gonna regret it because I'm now I'm gonna look it up. But while I'm looking it up, why don't you tell us what you're excited about, Adam? It's like cut you yeah, off. Yeah, because I want to know I want to know why they have Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania in the same like it's happening at the same time. That just sounds like the dumbest idea ever. This um, is developed by I'm, the Sonic team. Oh, okay, so one's going to be bad and one's going to be good. So that's that's good. That's easy to know. Um, and that one's probably 3D versus 2D. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to um, let you talk oh, about your knows? stuff before we talk about this ridiculousness of what I'm seeing here. Sure. Abs- absolutely. So uh, out of out of the list, there's not there's not like a, a lot of games that I'm super like what I would consider to be super excited about uh, uh, just because... A lot of the stuff that I would like to see um, is either so far away that that even if it's announced or, or shown, it's 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 whatever. Or um, uh, or like for Blizzard, for example, Brett Jeff brought up Blizzard. They never bring up anything at E three usually. Uh, I'll I'll die an old gray man before I stop wanting to see Warcraft four. Yeah, uh, I'll, <laughs> like it it bothered. I actually talked about that the other day in in another stream. We were talking about. Um, how you know Elder Scrolls Online right now just released the Morrowind um, section, uh, and it's been getting quite a bump uh, from from that, and it, it's doing really well. And and people were people were, you know in this chat were just like you know Warcraft for life, World of Warcraft for life. And I was like, look, the only reason anybody thinks World of Warcraft is good is because you've been playing it for over a decade. That's literally the only reason anybody thinks this game is good. <laughs> 90% of the people that I know that have tried to get into Warcraft in the last five years at any of you know the expansion releases or whatever, and they're like, hey, we'll max you out to 90 right away, and na 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 have all abandoned that game so quick because it's archaic, and it's, and it's silly, and it's only really for the people that have been playing it pretty much for the last decade. Uh, but what I said in that conversation was, you know why, uh, part of the reason why I really hate World of Warcraft is because Blizzard is has been actively using it as an excuse to not make Warcraft 4 for the longest time. Mm. Oh, we can't make Warcraft 4 because World of Warcraft's lore just, you know, we can't run with it. We can't possibly make Warcraft 4 because of World of Warcraft exists. And so I I'm I'm going to let you guys in on a little and all the folks in uh, on a little insider info. Insider I, info. Oh man, is this a, is this a little, technical alpha exclusive? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe this will get us some views. 
Maybe this will get okay. us some. Uh, no, no, it's it's not it's nothing major. But when I when when Blizzard sent me out to Las Vegas and I sat down uh, at the table with every big honcho there, including uh, Michael Morheim himself, and had a conversation with him, his wife, um, all the all the guys that are running, managing all the different departments. Heroes, StarCraft, uh, Overwatch, all that stuff. And and back then, Overwatch was, I do believe, was still in, like, beta. Um, so they were just talking mm. about certain things. I I asked them um, straight up, the, the community managers uh, and the, the people that would know what's going on, the guys that are mm. developing games, doing all this stuff, I asked them, are we going to get a Warcraft 4? And I, and I said, you know... Is is it even is it even possible um, to get it to get a Warcraft four? Of course, they would never say yes. Um, you know that yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. You know that's going to happen. But what I did get was almost like a smile, and it was it was one of those things where I'm not going to say they were saying yes without telling me. But it was one of the, they. They said they said this. They said we are, we have been pleasantly surprised, and I'm paraphrasing, but not by much. We have been okay. pleasantly surprised with the amount of people that are interested in a Warcraft Four game, and they just kind of left it at that. So I it was it was it was the conversation, you know. Um, the, the, this the feel of it. It just kind of left me going, okay, there is a possibility here. Um, well, I mean, do I think it's going to happen? No, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But what I do see happening, without a doubt, is a Warcraft 3 and Warcraft Frozen Throne HD remake. What do you think it, it, David Kim and Dustin Browder are working on now then? Because they both well, left StarCraft and Heroes. That is, and there they are, TS people. That is what is throwing me off here. I personally think that they're working on a remastered version for Warcraft. My my soul wants to believe, like Adam at E three, that something special is going to happen. I actually and like Warcraft. We're going to be blown away. 3, but yeah. Um, pardon me. <laughs> I like Warcraft two more than Warcraft three. Like I know oh, everyone's I on that Warcraft yeah. three hype scene, but yeah. Warcraft two was the shit for me. It, it was a great game, but I, I, I never, I never played it like I played uh, nah, three in I've... Frozen Throne. Uh, but I feel like just from the information that I've been getting, and not like a definite no, dude. It's just it's not going to happen, or RTSs are dying, or not like somebody at Blizzard would ever say that in in the first place. But just from the conversation, it just kind of felt like it was a possibility, and and I just had that vibe of like. Oh, you wait and see, you know, type thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's I think it would be crazy if they didn't make it. It's just when is it when going it's to happen, happen yeah. is is yeah. the thing, right? Like Blizzard Blizzard doesn't frequently stray far from their current you know IPs they don't they don't just go out and make new stuff and and even even the, I mean, which sounds really crazy to say because you know we've had heroes and hearthstone and and overwatch but heroes and hearthstone or, or uh, overwatch and hearthstone were basically happy accidents like it yeah. was a bob ross painting 
and and heroes uh and heroes is basically just crash team racing but a moba edition for blizzard heroes so uh, it's not like they've just dove you know, dove off the deep end it just kind of <laughs> you know it happened so it'd be weird for me if it didn't if it didn't eventually happen it's just when and i have to imagine that internally the the challenge for them is um, if it's happening sooner rather than later, are we going to, are we going to just kind of lean on the Starcraft two engine to make this happen? Or are we going to write a new engine before doing Warcraft time for 4? a new engine? Well, I feel, I feel like th- this could be a topic for, for like, I, cause we could talk about this for, we can probably go to hour, another one unless, unless yeah. you want to talk about it for a half hour, because I can go. I can go on and on about how yeah. I feel about a possible Warcraft Four. Um, yeah, you know. But we, in terms of E three, obviously, we're never even if even if it was happening. That is a BlizzCon exclusive by far. There's no well, of way. Of course, yeah, it's not going to happen at E three. No, no, no. On an E three, but, but yeah, I mean, but that was yeah. That would be something. For sure. See, now that I, shit I, I gets wait, me excited, Adam. Yeah. Warcraft Four <laughs> gets me excited. I mean, that's a game. Until I like, I, I hope, I hope it's new engine because I swear to God, if I see, if I see that on the StarCraft Two engine, I'm a fucking. I'll be. I will go from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows in in less than a second. I will. On, I'll be on that roller coaster top to bottom. That would crush my soul because. If I have to play another, I know, now I know, every time I say this, like, the last time I brought this up, Nathanius, who is, you know, he's real into this shit. Salt King. I, I, said, I said, you know, Nate is like, bro, if I have to see another fucking Blizzard game on this engine, why am I, why is StarCraft 2 using, like, one of my CPU cores? Or even at best, two? Why c- why is it that I've got 57 threads on this fucking computer and I'm using half of one? And so like it defeats the purpose of running StarCraft 2 at max settings because you get four things on screen and your frame rate tanks to like f- fucking 15 frames a second because the <laughs> CPU is just dying. Uh, so I know it's difficult to sync shit beyond dual core. I, un- I appreciate that. Tough fucking balls. Get over it. <laughs> Make it fucking happen. This is this is this is not something that you know we're gonna want to have for the next twenty years. Is oh guys, it's just hard. It's hard to do, so we can't really take the risk of doing it. It's gonna happen someday. Make it fucking work, so that when people with these new Ryzen and Intel computers with literally thirty-two threads don't look at their task manager and see fucking StarCraft three or Warcraft four taking up two of the damn fucking 32 threads and having their friggin' beast machine run a game at four frames a second. That's all I want to say about that. I, I could talk about that for like fucking four hours. I know that was a tangent, but Warcraft 4 would blow my mind. It's not going to happen because it's at E3. It's not, it's not BlizzCon, whatever. I don't have a lot of stuff I'm excited about, but stuff that I'm intrigued about. For example, with Panic, if Panic is saying that Need for Speed went back to like some weird in-between of Underground and Most Wanted... I'm on board I think it's, because I, in terms of in terms fun. of storyline and stuff, it's looking like yeah. it's between most wanted and and that gameplay wise, it looks like it's gonna be like a most wanted title. But they said they're adding heist missions, so you have to do stuff while like, right. and it looks like a Fast and Furious style mission. So I'm like, you're losing I'm, you're I'm, losing I'm me cautious. a little bit on that one, but sounds like cautiously Fast curious. and Furious, dude. It yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it. Yeah, but again, even if that's the case, even if that's the case, 
now I'm, I'm still interested. I want to see what they're doing with it because that's a franchise that has headed, They've had an identity crisis with Need for Speed now for so long that I want to see them finally actually find what it is that they want to do. So that's not something I'm excited about, but something I'm, I'm interested in. In a similar vein, uh, Crackdown 3 has been um, in and out of the news for a long time. It's been a and, sleeper and, game, like the franchise as a whole. Absolutely. So I'm I'm down to see what is coming for uh, for Crackdown Three. I haven't even played one or two, uh, but it's a it, but it, because it's such a sleeper, I'm I'm intrigued for sure. Um, Cuphead, the indie game I've been waiting what appears to be my entire life for, might actually come out the before hell I'm an old is man. Cuphead. Cuphead is um uh well I mean it's in the. <laughs> It's not on the list that you that you have here. Just look it up, dude. No, gonna, I want you gonna, to explain it, it to the to the podcast with the name. Okay. Cuphead. So well, cup. So Cuphead is basically if you took like 1930s, 40s, whatever, maybe 50s Walt Disney animation, uh, like Steamboat Willie type shit, which might even be further back. I don't. I actually don't know. I'm talking to my ass right now. But let's let's just say Steamboat Willie era, because then you know what I'm talking about, right? So yeah. we've we've got that slash Popeye type type animation and look. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like you're playing one of those films. It's crazy. Artistically speaking, one of the most intriguing things I've seen in a very long time. Essentially what it is, though, is a side-scrolling um, single or I think up to two players. I don't think there's more than that. Um, shooter type deal. Um... I guess I don't think you classify it as a platformer, but um, that's that's pretty much what it is. And the the players are literally Cupheads, which thus you know the, <laughs> thus the name. Um, but it's 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 not necessarily the gameplay that's that's got me intrigued. It's just the fact that it looks and sounds the way that it does, and they do it so well that it's super interesting to me. And I um I want to be able to eventually get my hands on it because it looks so. Uh, so damn good. Uh, I'm scared that it's going to come out and, and as a game suck, but look so good that I'm going to want to get it anyway. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's not a genre that's particularly hard to do well. So hopefully it doesn't completely blow a tire <laughs> in the last, in the last bit. Cause it has been delayed a few times. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm always down, you know me, I'm always down to see new Forza because I like to see what kind of new car tech they're getting into the games. I like to see how closer and closer to realism they can push driving simulators. That's always fun to me. Um, and Forza, Forza Strikes has always struck for me an amazing balance of, of car simulation and car lovers. It's not, it's not necessarily Gran Turismo or Project Cars no, or they... something where they're looking for hyper-realism. Are they merging in like the Horizon franchise back in a motorsport, or are they keeping them on two separate paths? No, those are those are separate paths. Because what what happened was is that they the realized motorsport's that always the more Forza, serious one. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So you can in in motorsport more, uh, motorsport you can apply so many assists that you're basically playing an arcade game. Like uh, that's you what you can do, and they did that obviously so that you didn't feel so intimidated uh maybe you like cars and you want to be able to race but you're not looking to literally you know white knuckle the whole damn race the whole time <laughs> you want to be able to just enjoy yourself so they they've been really liberal with the assists that you can turn on um whereas with uh with forza horizon 
you can also turn a bunch of stuff off and and have a, a sort of simulation experience but it's not really all that simulation e um it's really more about the arcade in fact horizon has essentially replaced for microsoft um the uh project gotham line uh which is why project gotham doesn't exist at this point anymore uh is they just don't need it force has got such a big name attached to it and it's an in-house title that they just spun it off in horizon and guess what horizon really damn good game so, so they've, they've done well by that. In fact, the latest yeah. thing they put out is that Hot Wheels expansion looks fucking awesome. Literally just Hot Wheels tracks in, in Forza, which is <laughs> uh, amazing to me. Uh, something else I'm interested in, uh, because it's apparently the cool thing to do these days, remakes. We haven't heard something uh, from this in a long time, but they, I don't know if you guys even remember this, but they announced that Resident Evil 2 was getting a remake. Yeah. I, yeah, ago, I heard about so. that. Um, it would be cool maybe to see if that's still a thing and if it is where it's at in its, you know, uh, production cycle, uh, and what direction they're taking it. Is it going to, uh, literally be a facelift Resident Evil 2 or are we going to get Jeff rock hard erection and have it in VR? (laughs) It's like, you what, what is, what is Resident Evil 2, uh, remake really going to entail? Cause I don't think we know all that much about it. Um, I'm I don't think like you Jeff. understand how good Resident Evil Seven in <laughs> VR is, bro. <laughs> I I actually like I can honestly say this, people that are listening, if you are okay with VR, you don't get like motion sickness and shit like that. It is worth going out and buying a PlayStation Four with a VR and Resident Evil. Literally spending six hundred to eight hundred bucks, depending on where you live. For the experience. It's that (laughs) fucking good. And it's a full-length game. It isn't some six-hour side quest. It is a full-length game. The DLC, not so hot, but the the game itself, it oh my god, it's so fucking good. If I hear Resident Evil 2 remaked in VR, I am so sold, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Hell, if I even hear, and and on top of the things we want to hear, I also want to see... With my own eyes and hear okay. some reassurance okay. about Final okay. Fantasy VII, I want to okay. see it. I no, want to hear it there, and I want to be I my. I want to be the judge. I see some gameplay. I, I damn right. I want to see gameplay. I want to hear direction. I want to hear this whole episodic shit and how that's going to work. Um, I want to hear a lot about the game. I don't want to see a little. You know, opening clip. Ten second teaser. Yeah, the first open clip that you see in every Final Fantasy like animation and, and thing where they're overlooking the city and there's the train and fucking clouds <laughs> the there cloud. and Barrett's big ass is there. I want to actually see some real life shit. You know, wow me here. I, you've you lost know what me. I want to know? Wow me. You know what I want to know? If they're going to make Midgar interesting or if I'm going to want to fucking fork my eyes out again after going through Midgar. Yeah, it's rough. Give me a give me a Midgar skip or make it interesting. That's all I'm asking for this seven remake. Because that shit is hot garbage going through Midgar every time. It's a nightmare. Um, but yes, I agree. I would love to see that. I was going to talk about that. I I don't think it's going to happen. I think at best you're going to we'll get that a, next a, year, a, like a CG thing, and like, hey, remember this is still happening, and then that's going to be mm-hmm. pretty much what we're what we're going to see from that. Maybe it does happen. That would be a shock moment for me if I saw yeah. gameplay. Of oh. the remake, I great. think that blows people. And you know what? And you know what? 
we could talk about uh, a bit maybe because it's a popular thing to, to, to do just in, in uh, microchasm and this is something that leads into that. What each of the big three guys, if there was a winner of E3, because let's be honest, the companies are out to win E3. This is the Super Bowl of commercials for games, right? That's what E3 is. Somebody wins, somebody loses. The M&Ms are usually fucking awesome. Doritos gets a little fucking weird. You know, this is what E3 is. So for Sony, because they don't have new hardware, and even if the new hardware for Microsoft were to suck, a lot of attention is pointed directly at new hardware. And it's not all that frequent that um, a company is the only one at E3, talking about new hardware that's coming out that year. Usually there's something else in a cycle. So Sony, you would think, is going to want to, if possible, combat that with something. What would that something be? I think that if they manage to coerce Square Enix into showing some gameplay for the 7 remake, that might not be... A horrible idea. What do you guys think, Sony? What do you? What would you like to see Sony, Sony do other than just like the Naughty Dog shit? Sony's gonna bring the software. Um, that's all they got, I think, going for it. Um, mm-hmm. but the, they have price drops, which everyone's gonna be excited about. But mm-hmm. they're gonna like just straight go for the game. I, I think, think they're gonna they're gonna pimp the shit out of Days Gone, God of War. They're gonna just show their games. I think what's going to be the winner for Sony, I mean, obviously Final Fantasy VII, showing that and it not looking like it sucks would yeah. be amazing. But I think realistically what what's going to be the winner for Sony is uh, Red Dead. I think uh, I think them coming out, uh, Rockstar coming out and pimping Red Dead is probably going to be the show. I think that's going to be the big one that everybody is going to be talking about. Um. I th- I think that's probably going to get the most headlines is Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh that's going to be pretty awesome. And the thing, well, the thing about that though is that it's going to show up on. Wait, Multiples. is there is there like a timed is there a timed exclusive for that? I wonder. I don't know because um, Rockstar has done that in the past with with Sony and stuff. They flirted with with you know well well most notably obviously Grand Theft Auto sat on their consoles for what appeared to be a millennia before it showed up mm-hmm. anywhere else. But mm-hmm. now it's more about it's going to show up on all the consoles and then when does it show up on the PC? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if they've got that. I don't know if they're dropping it at the same time or not, but. I think I think Red Dead will be the title of E3. I think that's going to be the the one that everyone's going to be talking about a lot. Um, and obviously, Naughty Dog, the 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 Last of Us Two will will do really well. Um, but yeah, I I think I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of focus on on Xbox One. I don't think we're going to get well. We'll get some some titles like you know they'll talk about Red Dead likely and things like that. Um, but I think Sony. Having Red Dead is gonna is gonna be more focused because of all they've got is the IPs, and I think uh, the Scorpio is gonna be the one that's gonna hopefully steal the show by having saying, oh, you know, you guys are all excited about that stuff. Well, you know, that's that's last gen. You know, this this is the future here. Pay attention to us, and it's really all about the type of titles and games are gonna they're gonna announce for the Scorpio, and obviously the hardware and price points. Um, that they're going to be announcing if they if they announce yeah. them, uh, we knew we do know some things obviously, but 
they'll they'll make it official at at, uh, at E3. And as for Nintendo, I mean, at this point, if Nintendo even says they have a Pokemon game that isn't <laughs> that that isn't even uh, that isn't an old game, or if they have anything, if Nintendo Switch comes out and says we have a game for the Switch, that will wow me because they literally have nothing ever. They're not producing any new content from it what was I'm Pokemon seeing. Pokemon Snap. Pokemon it's all Stadium. just regurgitated. Uh, and it's just all being ported over to the Switch with like a little tiny bonus, and that's the show. So mm. I would just, I would love to see. We're going to get a lot about the Odyssey. I'm, I'm excited about that game. So I want to see more about it. I, I'm, I'm on the fence about this whole like in New York type thing or whatever <laughs> is going whatever on. That is. Yeah. But one thing that Nintendo does well is their Mario games. They just do. Galaxy <laughs> is great. 64 was great. I mean, the sunshine was good. Nintendo's um, conference is only going to be 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot to show. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they're even going to talk Gen 2. So maybe they're going to talk intro, the second Gen 2. 10-minute intro, 10-minute outro. I, I, th- I think maybe we'll, we'll even see something about a second-generation Switch. It better be a 30 year, minutes of just straight trailers stitched together because 30 minutes is just... They can't like, be like you said. Like obviously, it's not a ten minute intro, but like there's an intro and outro, and you know they do these skit things now at Nintendo for all these announcements. So like, how much are they really going to have in this half an hour window? Uh, is is beyond me. It's gonna be. But it's I, gonna be Mario. It's gonna be Mario. Well, I think a lot of it's yeah. gonna be right because that's the next big thing. Mario, um, Splatoon, and Xenoblade. I think Splatoon they're show. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see, uh, I'll, I'll talk about Nintendo afterwards. I think, so Microsoft is, as as they get a bit of a free pass because they do have the hardware showing up, right? So they're already going to have spotlight in the first place, but I think as, as excited as people are going to get about the hardware, yeah, they're going longer than usual so that they can show the hardware and apparently so they can talk about the games, which is their bigger hurdle right now because the Xbox is... One of the games... They're, it's, not, it's not necessarily. It's nothing. not necessarily they don't have games. Wasteland. They don't have exclusives. No exclusives. Yeah, they have no exclusives. And and the unfortunate part for them is that um is that in a world where there was parity uh, or closer parity, like back with PS3, Xbox 360, as far as how games run and look, um, there's a pretty big gap between the Xbox and and the PlayStation 4, especially if you take the Pro into consideration. Uh, and so even games that are on both consoles, you know, Xbox can only lean on Xbox Live for so long. You know, PlayStation's improving their online uh, capabilities and they're they're playing catch up. But Xbox in this generation has given them almost free reign for three straight years now of just <laughs> nothing coming at them. And, and, and it continues. So as nice as it is to see Xbox coming out and, and parading their new console... I think what people need to see now is not just games; they They've need exclusives. The ball. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just flat out need exclusives. There's nothing else. Like I'm looking forward to seeing the console, Agreed. but I'm not going to buy the fucking console if they're going to sit there and just show me the games that are going to be on the PS4 because I have a pro sitting right here. So like, mm. I need to see. I need to see Microsoft make an effort for for some some exclusives. I actually don't even think we're going to see any exclusives, and and normally I would be right on the uh, right with you, and I do agree that they are hurting for exclusives. There's very few out there uh, for for uh, Xbox or for Microsoft. Um, 
I think that this E3 is a special one for them because they don't have to have exclusives. The hardware is going to do the selling. The hardware, it doesn't matter as long as they put a couple of those big name brands behind their their new hardware, it's going to sell. The the exclusives will be nice for a niche market like us that you know aren't rushing out to get the newest thing for the sake of getting the newest thing because we have plenty of stuff that we can play that we're happy with playing um, along with most people. But there is this mystique of having a new console. Uh, I mean, look at the Switch for Christ's sake. Um, they had nothing. They had Zelda. Mm. That's the show. And it's mm-hmm. sold like crazy. And you can't even buy one right now. Um, the Scorpio will probably be the same. All they need to do is come out with a couple of good titles that are going to hook people in and it's going to get sold. That simple. Um, I would love to, that would just be a bonus if we got some some new IPs or some exclusives. Even if it's an old IP that is coming back exclusively to Xbox, um, that would be suffice as well. But I think it's just going to be the hardware. It's going to be the hardware push. And uh, I think that's the best the best thing for them to do it and just not fuck it up like they did with the Xbox One. What do you think, Panic? Uh, I'm a, I'm, I, I need to see the games. I'm in your camp. Um, Jeff's right in that the hardware is going to give them a huge bump, but I, I'm just trying to think of franchises. I don't, like, see, other than Halo and, like, Gears, they don't have any, like, super exclusive franchises, they killed, really. They killed Scalebound. Yeah. yeah what Sunset about, like, Overdrive Fable or something? In and around. Yeah. Fable's dead because uh, Lionhead they shut down. Yep. What about, you know, it could be mind-blowing if we see Final Fantasy VII on the Xbox presser. <laughs> oh. They've been releasing Final Fantasies on multiple oh, platforms that would be for savage. a couple of years now. Mm. 15 came oh, out on that'd both. that would be savage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, obviously, it's it's likely too, because this is such an expensive project. It's not going to be forever yeah. only on the PlayStation. It's either that or I don't Sony think it's even literally Sony would yeah. spend a fortune locking that down. Um, but that would, yeah, that would be fun. For sure, uh, um, it's not necessarily that. Uh, I if this was if this was uh, let's say that this was like going from uh, uh, if if the Xbox One try to put it this way. The reason why I think the game games are important right now, if the Xbox One had had really any traction as far as games go, and it had basically none for a whole host of reasons. Then mm-hmm. maybe yeah, Scorpio being there by itself with all the spotlight it's going to get would be enough uh, for people. But Microsoft is this Scorpio thing is kind of like they have to win people back like hard with this because they lost. They need the games for that though, and they need I, games to make that happen. Because what happens? I actually think they need to work too hard though. I I, I, well, I here's think, the thing, Jeff. I, the reason reason I disagree with what you were saying earlier and probably what you're about to say is the Xbox One came out and they had a lot of like features and stuff that didn't quite get used. The hardware came out and the games didn't really follow. So they already on the back foot on that. Yeah, if they come out with a new hardware, the hardware for Scorpio looks really good. But if it plays the same or even slightly better than Sony, I don't think that's going to give Microsoft the win that they need. They need to have like something epic they need their like last of us they need their they need their something to sell the scorpio box with that game they need the breath of the wild for it i think what happened is with the whole presser of xbox one lying or being confused about 
the the what cross uh, the, the the whole uh, using PlayStation Three games on the Xbox and not being able to share shit and the prices were all fucked mm. and everything was and then they backtracked all kinds of shit and they came out and they apologized about shit and it was just an absolute mess. I think that is where they had fallen flat. The games just added to that uh, to that to that hole that they so dug. People were like, "Fuck experience. this!" Like I can honestly say. I have never owned an Xbox One. This is the first time that I have not owned a console since, like, Sega CD. I have owned every single console imaginable, and especially when, in my adult life where I'm paying for it of my own money. The PlayStation 1, the PS2, the, the Xbox, the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, the fucking Switch. I've got it all. <laughs> I never owned an Xbox One. When mainly the because came out? I got pissed. One sec. I got pissed at Xbox because of all the stupid shit they were pulling. And I was an Xbox fanboy. I always associated Sony with sports games and RPGs. And I hadn't gotten any really good RPGs in a while. So I was already looking forward to my Xbox. It was when all that shit went down and it was garbage. And uh, it was it was a mess. And I said, that's it. I'm done. And then when the games never came on top of that, there was really... They never gave me... Uh, I was they were hard to get my money. I think with a lot of other people, I think with the Scorpio is everybody's kind of had that forgiven. I think a lot of people have forgotten about how shitty things were. Obviously, the Xbox one has didn't build up to what it should have been. It sold really poorly um, in comparison to the PS4 and just in general, uh, it just didn't do that well. Uh, And I think that people are now back on board with a new console, and it's almost like, uh, like a bad, like a. I keep going back to movie analogies because it's what I know. But it, it's it's like bad sequels that happened, and an old director comes back, and 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 it's back to the right hands, and people ju- are just gonna forget. It's like the Star Wars. They'll prequels. let it go. You just you just let it go, and just come out with something fresh, and take my money again. <laughs> the only way that they're, I think, they're not gonna get that money is if they come out and they butcher this. The hardware is isn't as good as what people thought it would be. The games are bad or or just doesn't excite people. Um, I think if they just do a good job, it's going to sell really well and they're going to win an E3. I don't even think they need to do an excellent job. I just think they need to do a passing grade. And if they go excellent, it's going to be like, oh, my God. the it, It's going to be like Jesus parting the seas and that'll be the show. But I think if they go in, they just do a good job, everyone will be happy and they'll sure as hell get my money. I like rage sold all of my Xbox stuff. Like not even just my Xbox one. Like when the Pro came out, I literally like within a couple of days. I saw the games that were coming out. I like went, packed up my Xbox One, packed up my 360 Elite, packed up all my games for both of those consoles, and Done. I walked it over to GameStop. And I'm like, yo, they had a promo going on. I got like a ton of store credit. I paid a hundred bucks. For my PS4 Pro, Final Fantasy 15, Bloodborne, Uncharted Collection, Last of Us, and Horizon Zero Dawn, all set, good to go. Yeah, that's yeah. you know, I, um, you know what else? You know what else is is good to go? Uh, apparently, uh, Moses parted the sea, and Jesus yes. did not. So, you no, know, that no. that just goes to show my my uh, Jesus, my Jesus religious. Might have, uh, <laughs> 
Jesus might have parted his hair a couple of times, but he sure as shit didn't part the sea. <laughs> okay, walked on water or some shit. He walked on water, yeah, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there Phil you go. Spencer's gonna Phil Spencer's gonna come out and announce some crazy shit, and he's gonna look like he's walking on water. I, th- I think I was just giving some alternative facts, man. That's all that was. Yeah, exactly. Fake news. Uh, Fake the news. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Like when. And like both of you described exactly the life of 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 Xbox and the brand and and what they're fighting right now. Um, if you looked up the sales numbers right now, I think Xbox is losing exponentially to PlayStation oh, Four. It's, it's not even close. It's like it's really bad. really bad. Um, yeah. when Xbox first came out, and they had my my favorite guy to chirp on, uh, Don Matrick, <laughs> probably the worst CEO in the history of <laughs> of CEOs. Uh. When they gave him control of the division, and his grandiose plan was to make this an NFL box, it hurt my my soul on levels. Because I just remember remember the E3, where almost 50% of the presser was was a long-form video of Don Matrick sitting next to, like... It wasn't John Madden. It was some other fucking NFL guy talking about how I was going to be able to, if I lived in the continental US of A and not anywhere else in the world, <laughs> watch NFL football <laughs> and have all this shit work and then plug my set-top box into the back through that port and be able to like use the Xbox as my set-top box and it would never turn off. And and, every, and people were no, seeing the crowd just like, but the it. games... But the games, what about the games? And they just kept spitting out services, Sports. like over, Sports. it was services and services. And even he said, he said, we called it the Xbox One because we want it to be the one machine in your room that does everything. And people were like, yeah, but we just want to play fucking video games. What are you talking about all this like extracurricular bullshit? I got an Can Android play box, games? motherfucker. Can I don't play need games? this shit. Yeah. Oh my lord. Absolutely like, oh, we forgot terrible. About the games. So yeah, yeah. Sorry guys. Oops. Here's a connect. And then they made the stupid, the stupid thing where they, they where they bundled the connect with every Xbox, which drove the price through the fucking roof for no reason, and it had no games. Forced people to buy that shit. Nobody ever used it. It's dumb. Your fucking mother on a Wii Fitboard uses that shit, and they can't even figure out how it's used. It's so (laughs) dude, motherfuckers, dude, motherfuckers broke into my house last year and stole my Xbox One. You know what I still have? My fucking (laughs) connect. <laughs> they left the connect. Oh shit! Just to give oh. you an idea, that like salt in the wound. Bucks. Yo, salt anybody yo, yo, gives yo, it, went, it, it went something like this. All right, one sec. Yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 yo! Check the door. Check lock the lock the fucking door. Check the, check the door. Yo, where's the camera goods? Yo, get, yeah, grab that shit. Get that Xbox, man. Fuck, get that. Go, 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 go. Yo, what the fuck is that? Yo, that's the connect. Oh, fuck that shit, man. Fuck. <laughs> Leave it. That's Leave exactly. It. Take it out. Fuck Leave that it. shit. We're gonna lose money. Pawn Leave shop it. won't even take that. They won't even take that shit. I bet you, if you walk into pawn shops, they've got like fifty fucking connects out back that they've never been able to pawn off on anybody. Guaranteed. <laughs> They left that shit behind. That's how bad the connect is. Dude, those things are literally like Wii Fit boards. Like when I go to yard sales and I see a Wii Fit board, I I want to punch somebody in the throat. I'm like, yo, how much is this stuff? Like, uh, yeah, I'm thinking like, how many games is there? Ten? Yeah, let's do uh, three bucks a game. And uh, yo, that 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 board right there, it goes to the to the Wii Fit. Yeah, I know, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, uh, twenty five bucks on the board. <laughs> and I just, I want to pick it up 
and I want to smash them across the face with it. And it weighs <laughs> a fucking ton. The thing is so god. I don't even bring them home, dude. I don't bring them home. I swear. One time, uh. I bought I bought a Wii U bundle. No fucking joke. I bought a Wii U bundle. I went to Subway to get lunch, and I'm sitting in the truck just eating my <laughs> eating my Subway shit. And I'm and I usually listen to like some YouTube videos and stuff and use the Wi-Fi there. And I'm looking back at, at all the stuff I got, and there's a Wii Fit board. I legitimately took it out the backseat of my truck and threw it in the dumpster at Subway. <laughs> I didn't even take it home with me. <laughs> like, I didn't nope. even take it home. This stays. I don't want it. Not even worth. I don't want burning, it ever. Burn gas. That's the connect, carry bro. that thing around. That is the connect. That's I'm waiting terrible. for like... I'm waiting for like 10 years from now when Jeff's looking at like retro game prices. And it's like Wii Fit Board, $2,000. Oh, I would die, uh, dude, because I've oh, given up over. so many of those Wii Fit Boards, man. I've given oh, up so bad. many of them. So that was, you know, Crazy. Xbox had a really bad start. It was horrible, and it, was, uh, it wasn't going to get any better. Then eventually they finally decided, you know what, Don Matrick, pretty shit. We need to get rid of you. And so they did. And they replaced him <laughs> with Phil Spencer, who actually has some idea of what he's doing because the first thing he did when he got in was remove the Kinect from being bundled with every fucking Xbox and immediately everybody started golf clapping in the background because that was a very difficult thing to do. And you didn't hear about NFL TV anymore. You didn't hear about this these endless services anymore. You just heard about... Phil will come out and games. say, we need to do games. Now, unfortunately, they didn't quite get there. Get the games. <laughs> they got some, but the idea the, uh, the idea was right. It was, we need to make this a video game console again and not whatever the fuck it started out to be. So, uh, bless Phil Spencer for trying. <laughs> he, he did a hell of a lot better than, than Don did, uh, but it will be... I think it will be a much different approach this time. You're going to see them parade this thing out. You might hear about how it does 4K Netflix with HDR and that kind of shit, but you're not going to hear about a lot of the other stuff. The services you'll hear about will be th things like their new Netflix-style service where you can download games and play them after you pay like a certain amount of money a month for Xbox games, things like that. But you're not going to hear all this fluffy shit, and then you're going to get a lot of games. You're going to get a lot of tech talk for a while, but they've extended this thing past 90 minutes so that they can talk about games. So if there is a chance of us getting surprised by something, I think the conference that that happens is Microsoft's. The, the mm -hmm. odds of us getting surprised probably lie within Microsoft's. Mm -hmm. um, I can agree with that. But uh, yeah, and I don't, you know, uh, I would like to want to own an Xbox again. That would be kind of cool because uh, I just don't give a fuck about Xbox right now at all. I don't think anybody does. No. <laughs> uh, so it would be nice to be able to uh, again. And I'd love, uh, I'd love to see uh, some, some good head-to-head -head competition because it has been the Sony show for three years now, and it's not even been close. It's not even been a... I mean, you know, if, this, if this was like a hurdle race, fucking Xbox hit the first three hurdles and face-planted every single time and never actually finished. They just blew a tire and never got back up. So... It would be nice to see. Nintendo, on the other hand, 30 minute, no idea what the hell they're going to do. It's Not finally down 25 minutes. minutes now. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll oh, find we've out shortened it. We've shortened it to 25 minutes. Okay. Um, things I would like to see Nintendo pull out, like Jeff said, Pokemon that's not from uh, you know forever ago. I don't understand... Uh, maybe they're trying not to cannibalize 3DS, and now <laughs> that they're doing this 2DS XL stuff... 
maybe that's the reasoning, but I don't, I, I, other than that, I don't know why they wouldn't bring some of that stuff to the Switch. It sure as shit wouldn't hurt the Switch. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot of Mario and Splatoon. Uh, it's probably the the majority uh, of that. I don't think we're going to get any surprises at Nintendo. If we do, <laughs> great, but I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Am I getting a message from one of you boys? Because I won't be able to see that. Otherwise, we're going to mess up everything on the stream right now. To, I think it's time to move it on, boys. Yeah, let's let's continue. we still got some other stuff to, to do. So oh, yeah. Oh, no, we were wrapping we'll, it up we'll, with that, with we'll that talk, Nintendo uh, piece. Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, I mean, we're going to be talking about E3 again, so. Oh, yeah, gonna be a lot more, of, more lot E3, E3 stuff E3. will happen. But yeah, with, with, the, with that, we can, we can move on. Um, so, uh, I guess, as far as non-E3 content goes, uh, not, uh, there hasn't been a huge amount of movie-related stuff happened in the last, <laughs> in the last week. The Mummy came no, out, it's, and, it's, yeah, it's, and it sucks. <laughs> well, well, no, I, I'm not. Hey, it's seven, you know, you don't. Seventeen percent on Rotten Tomato or tom- Tomatoes, Tomatoes, Tomatoes. Tom- tomatoes. You, say tomatoes? you just see. I don't know where that came uh, from. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually hearing it's, it's, it's okay. Um, from reputable critics, the, the problem is, is, is if you look up the majority of Tom Cruise movies, um, they, they are a hit or a miss, uh, in terms of. On it's still going to make tomatoes. a lot of money. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it, it's it's going to do well. Uh, apparently, it's it's serviceable. Um, they're they're doing a a monster universe type thing. So there's other. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's yeah there's other IPs in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're they're trying to do kind of like a, like the DCU and and the the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're they call it like the, the dark the universe or something like that. I think they yeah. were calling it. Yeah, they're they're trying, and and I'm hearing I'm hearing that that there's promise, um, but obviously it's it's not a groundbreaking movie. It's a lot of the same stuff. I mean, you could see it from the trailer. We've got a we've got a mummy that you know is is in a sandstorm, and you see the big mummy head coming at them, and it's it's going to be Tom Cruise running you know, from things and on CGI screens and stuff, which I hear is really fun. Apparently all the, uh, all the action and there's a lot of action. Apparently it's just really, really good, but it's just a lot of senseless action. Um, it's, it's apparently really good for an IMAX experience. If you're going in, you want to have some fun. So I'm going to be the judge. I'm going to go see that on Sunday. Um, so I'll mm. let you guys know by, by next week, but there hasn't been a lot of, of movie related stuff because Wonder Woman has been Wonder dominating Woman. again. Yeah. Uh still holding 93% rotten tomatoes which is an absolute insanity. Oh, you if you haven't seen it dude, you need to run out and it's see all, it. It's, it's I was supposed good. to go see it yesterday. I got stuck at work so I'm like I'm trying to like figure out a time slot just go watch it. It's yeah, going to they, happen this the movie, week. The movie's making a killing. Um it's critically acclaimed and people were almost rooting against DC. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but it's still tracking really well. I think that the uh, Wonder Woman is still going to come out on top uh, this mm-hmm. week as well and this weekend in terms of movie sales. I think The Mummy will do really well. It'll probably still do 40, probably 40 million, 50 million. Um, I still think uh, Wonder Woman, it's only going to see maybe a 40% drop from last week. It, it, the word of mouth is so strong. And it's not only mm. the word of mouth, it's the rewatchability of it. It's the first movie that I've seen in theater for a long time that I plan on going back to the theater and watching it a second time. It's really that good. I cannot say enough good things about it. It's just amazing. So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. 
Uh, but beyond that, I'm, uh, there's, there's not a lot uh, happening in movie-related stuff because Wonder Woman's just crushing it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and for obvious reasons, like the, the movie um, uh, studios... deserves it. They, yeah, they, and, and they, they know that movies like this, they're, they're going to they're gonna take the shine for two weeks. So they they don't really release they work a whole around lot. Obviously, the release. Yeah. yeah. So the the mummy the mummy obviously it's got Tom Cruise behind it, so they can kind of go up against it in a way. But the mummy mm. would never have gotten released last week with the Wonder Woman. At least now it's it's even still got a chance to beat Wonder Woman for the for a weekend box office. But I don't think it's going to happen, especially with that seventeen percent Rotten Tomatoes that it is getting. Uh, but I think the people that want to go see the mummy that isn't going to change what they think. Tom Cruise sells tickets. And uh, and and it's the mummy too, so we'll see. But that's pretty much it for movie movie related stuff. Not a lot going on. Yeah, no, I just saw, I just saw like uh, I didn't think when we talked about the mummy back when we were talking about you it know, movies that were going to be released, and uh, you know I was and uh, I, I, I I made the comment about if it doesn't have Brandon Fraser, I'm not interested in it. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm not gonna lie. I tweeted about this earlier earlier today. I was like, I I, I got a little warm in the heart watching the 17 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, this is like this is like vindication for Brendan Fraser. So I know I know it sounds silly, and Brendan Fraser's not some sort of acting god, but he he really did do a fucking good job of the movie, the Mummy movies back in '99 and uh, what was it 2001? I think were the the two before. Oh, yeah. The last yeah, but one. the thing is, Adam, he never, he will never see a mummy movie now. Like, no, like I know, back no, then, I understand. I, those I under- movies I understand. were di- like a different feel, different everything, I'm, right? I'm, yeah. I'm a hundred, I a hundred, I understand a hundred percent why he is not in this. But at the same time, it just, it just, it was a, it felt, it felt good. I also just have a soft spot for Brendan because his his ex wife is literally reaming him to no end. Uh, he, he has like $50,000 a month in alimony, uh, for a guy that obviously doesn't exactly work a whole lot. How does he even Uh, have that much money? (laughs) He doesn't. Uh, so, and it's because she like, they, they separated when he was still at the height of his career and the judge awarded some stupid, crazy fucking percentage. It was nuts. And around that time he just disappeared. I don't blame him. I'd be cripplingly depressed too if they fucking uh, were telling wow. me I had to make up 50 grand a month to give to my ex-wife <laughs> because I was doing well in movies at the time. Like that yeah. is heinous. So, well, you know, he's uh, got a, he's got a net worth of 25 million and he makes a little over 3 million a year doing whatever. So, um, yeah. but apparently what I'm reading here is he was in the red $87,000 a month. When yeah. she started sucking the the life out of him, yeah, ay yeah yeah. Note it's note one of everybody the listening, prenup. All right, people <laughs> that are listening, <laughs> look at Brendan Fraser and get a goddamn prenup. All right, because if you plan on being something special and you're gonna make that crazy money, don't be a Brendan Fraser because that guy literally got drained. She's like a fucking vampire. She don't even look good. Oh yeah, She's like a fucking blood sucking, money sucking. Probably screwing some other rich twat and wow. sucking Brendan Fraser's fifty k <laughs> out a month, and he had to isn't like that, leave isn't Hollywood. That absolutely that's crazy. Just, like, how is there insane. not? How is there? How is there not an adjustment period for something of that magnitude? There is like, usually alimony agreements have time frames. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was. I'm sitting here going, "How can you apply fifty grand a month to a motherfucker for that well, it long?" Wouldn't be for, like, it wouldn't be for life, but yeah, it would definitely be for a while. 
he's been getting yeah. wrecked by that. He just went away, like, it brutal. It, but he's getting more parts. It's hilarious because the internet kind of rallied around Brendan, like, yeah. in the last six, six, nine months. And all of a sudden, he legit, like, out of nowhere, Brendan's starting to get these fucking roles and stuff. He, most notably, what is he's on a TV show with a couple of, like, Academy Award winning sons of bitches right now. Um, what's the name of it? It's a crime, it's like a, 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 a true crime type deal. Uh, based on a true story um, in like the 70s about an oil baron or something along those lines. He got kidnapped. I, I, fuck, what's the name of it? Uh, trust? Oh, the, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah that's it. Um, yeah. And he's the he's like the lead motherfucker in that, that yeah, bad he's doing, boy. He's doing, so. he's doing a lot of TV here. He's got no yeah. movies on the go. Uh, there's one yeah. movie behind there's one. the curtain of the night. It's being filmed in Toronto, I think. Okay, well that tells you where his career's at there. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't really I don't really care. I just I always thought the guy just seemed like a really nice dude and watching him get completely fucking destroyed and going yeah, from being the happy guy that you saw back in the day to basically when you saw interviews of him in the last few years, it literally looked like I was watching somebody who wanted to be dead. Like everything well, that came out of his mouth. Drained, bro. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. every 30 days 50k coming out of your bank account oh, to a woman that you oh, haven't boned god. in years? Oh my god. All right, so yeah, anyway, uh, that's enough about Brendan Fraser's life. Hopefully, I just, uh, we'll see some kind I of I want to give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to hug Brendan Fraser. Uh, uh yeah, now, so now I'm uh, rooting for the mummy to suck. Uh, I know, I know, I fucked the mummy. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I guess that's it for the the, the movie stuff. Um, oh, you know, I did want to talk about the movie stuff. I remembered because I just now, for the first time, watched uh, or started seeing um, advertisements for Baby Driver, yeah, which Panic good, huh? had mentioned. Yeah, I'm back for when that we talked about that. Really good reviews too. And really I'm I'm watching the I watched that 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 uh, trailer on TV and I was like, oh oh shit, this looks mm-hmm. dope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see that. I'm gonna have to see that. There's so that many people in that hit. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like what the <laughs> what the hell? It's one of those uh, ensemble like, cast movies, it was, but it just looks like super stylistically yeah. well done. Yep. It does. It looks it looks awesome. I'm gonna have to go and and see that now for sure. Um, but yeah, other, other, other than that, I don't think I had anything else movie wise. Is there, what's the, what's the next big thing to hit Jeff? What's, what's our next, um, our next the thing? next like Spider-Man? mega movie. Yeah. Spider-Man. Just something Man. notable. Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Spider-Man. Yeah. Is that, is that this, is that this month? Mm, or are they, is that all the way into July? Like, is that July, like, isn't it? It might be first week July. Yeah. I think it's like July 3rd. Maybe I, I actually don't know. Could be talking on my July third is a I Monday. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it might be the very end of June. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, Spider Man, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. Uh, July seventh. There you go. So it is oh, okay, the first. So it's right after. Okay. Yeah. yeah. July seventh. Is that like a, is that like be, a Friday? I'll be in Vegas. Um, yeah. Or something. Because July third yeah, is Friday. the uh, third and fourth is uh, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Least productive. Yeah. Look forward. Least to it. productive week at work. Maybe it will be an actual good Spider-Man movie, and they won't have to keep rebooting Spider-Man uh, until oh, we're all retired. <laughs> they've been—it's tr- like they've been trying to—they've been trying to find something that sticks with Spider-Man for the longest time, and they just keep doing it, and nothing ever quite makes it. So it'd be—it'd be fun to see if that actually turns out to be something. Technical Alpha, moving on to technical support. Let's talk about technical support. 
What do mm-hmm. we got this week, boys? Has anybody looked at uh, at the questions for this week? Yes, I have. Um, of course. Yeah, I already have it up. I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. You are prepared? All right. I, I can yeah. actually change. Right. What do you got, Panic? All right. Um, I'm going to go with Xavier Page. He is mm, one of our... Name. It's not gonna let me do that, is it? Uh, ten bucks, ten dollars for. He is one of our ten dollar Patreons. His question is: How much of your gaming libraries have you finished slash beaten? How completionist are you? One hundred percent did everything, got everything, have the final achievement? Hmm. Oh, uh, well, I'll start because I'm I'm yeah. easy. I have probably completed one <laughs> percent less. Less than one percent of my library. Um, you know what? There, there will come a day. Honestly, there will come a day where I will no longer have to play games for money. And when that time comes, or or I'll have the freedom to not have to worry about. And then you'll have children. playing specific games. <laughs> of course, I'll have children. I actually yeah. think I'm going to have kids sooner than later. Um, but oh god, technical think, outfit exclusive. Uh, Jeff's life's coming to an end. No, you know what? <laughs> I, I I I have some. I, I I've this is off topic, but uh, and I won't get in, in too deep into it. But I, I have I have some some personal life goals that I, I'm I'm able to accomplish here in the next sixty days. Of course, and uh, and so um, when those things happen, I I always told myself uh, when I have a certain amount of freedom. And I have accomplished certain things in life, then that is, that's when I will I will entertain children. Most people, um, when they look and they're like, "Hey, Jeff, you're 30. You should have kids." All my all my friends have kids beyond besides yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Um, but the majority of my friends uh, yeah, have yeah. kids, and I, I see a lot of them. A lot of them struggle. A lot of them worry. Um, not saying that they don't live a good life or anything like that, but I always wanted to have the the, the not only the financial freedom. But the the freedom of being able to still live my life the way I want to and not have to sacrifice things and mm-hmm. be resentful of the fact that I'm having a kid and they're getting in the way of my long term goals. I'm a yeah, I'm fair. a firm believer of having kids when you're ready and not yeah. at a certain age. You and know what before, I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, obviously for a woman, you want to kind of have kids before 30 because then there's complications. And, and even still, I mean, you can still risk it and stuff. And, and people have kids at 40. You know, it is what it is. But, I, you know, in terms of for me and my wife, you know, we're still relatively young. My wife's three years younger than me. So, you know, we have plenty of time. And when I say I brought up kids, uh, it doesn't mean like I'm going to tell, you know, I'm going to say, <laughs> Kayla, like, let's go, you know, uh, let's go have some kids like fucking two months from now. But the idea is starting you to... You will entertain it. Uh, the idea is starting to come. So I wouldn't be surprised, the exclusive, I wouldn't be surprised that probably by <laughs> probably by like mid to late 2018, you'll probably hear me talking oh. about kids a lot more. Oh. You'll, you'll, you never know. You never know. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm almost at that. Uh, and it, hopefully Kayla is not upstairs like listening to this conversation because I are never you, Are you taking your kids to Vegas for Celine Dion? Oh, I just might. <laughs> but to, to get back to to bring it back full circle, yeah, the, games. With the question. Yes, yes, the game. Um, because I went on a on a tangent. 
when when I when when the the freedom happens where I don't have to necessarily you know stream a specific game or two for seventy hours a week. I mean, mm. I don't have to do it now to be honest with you, but I I choose to because I enjoy doing it. Um, but I think when I go down to more of a regular working lifestyle, and it isn't always about making a living trying to grow, trying to maintain, try to stay relevant, uh, trying to constantly reinventing myself. And then I have that freedom of being able to just do what I want when I want to, um, and then still make, you know, good enough money that I, I don't have to worry. That is when I'm really going to start to sit down and get back into playing games for the sake of playing games, um, and making it not feel so much like a job. And if I'm streaming and I want to play Secret of Mana like you are, I don't have that in the back of my mind like, oh, shit, you know, only 200 people want to watch me play Secret of Mana. Um, You know, the some twat came in here and says, play RuneScape or I unfollow, you know, those sort of things. It gets to get to the point where I just won't give a fuck where I'm just like, you know what, man, this is, you know, this is, you know, I've been doing this for seven, eight years now. There comes a time where um, you just got to kind of. Know, know your time uh, has has come and passed, and it'll be more of uh, it'll be more of just enjoying games. And of course, I'll, I'll probably always have the fellowship and and the podcast and all those sort of things. But just not that stress. And you know what I'm talking about, Adam. It's that. Yeah, I get you. It, it, it's 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 that's that's when I'm going to be become a gamer again. That's when I'm going to become a that that thing that I talked about earlier in the podcast. That's when I'll be able to put in a game. And just enjoy it for for it being that and not as work, not having all these underlining things. So until that happens, uh, th- that that <laughs> my percentage is going to get lower and lower and lower. <laughs> if you, know, you ignored I, that wall, yeah, because that's pretty new. You collecting retro? I Let's think talk it's about unfair Steve. for a retro. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Like I think it's unfair for a retro collector looking at a wall of a few hundred games to be like, okay, how many of those have you played? So, what? Ignoring your retro collection, how have you been for for getting games and completing them and and so on and so forth? Uh, it's almost never. Um, completion to com, being a completionist to me is like it, it's it, it's a curse because. To complete games, there's very few games out there, especially nowadays, because a, a lot of games have this mentality of doing artificial gameplay and, and stretching games out longer than mm-hmm. what they need to be. So they'll, mm-hmm. they'll go and scatter a, a 150 secret chests all, all over the game that are virtually impossible to find unless you look them up or or you sit around for hours and just search to, to get it, see another number tick up on the top right of a screen. Um, that, to me, is just not fun. The last game that I actually played to completion that was kind of tedious and long, and I do it every time I play it, is Mario 64. When I play Mario right. 64, I play it till completion. And that means 100 coins per level, uh, all the stars, everything, getting it all done. That is like my completionist game. I cannot put in Mario 64 and not do a full uh, completion of the game. So for me, I just like to play the main story, and depending on how much I'm enjoying it, I'll either rush through the entire story. Like it took me, I think I uh, when when you got me into um, Fallout, uh, Fallout yeah, Three, yeah. 
I beat that in 13 hours. I beat that in one sitting. Like we you were on ac- Xbox you acc- Live. You accidentally uh, like, like went ahead full... and, and did the game not knowing you were about to end it and then did. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that that just goes to show like I for me, it doesn't matter. As long as I see those end credits, I, I feel as though I beat the game. It just all depends on how good the game is. But I, I'm I'm not a completionist. What about you, Panic? Um, I'm not a super completionist. I'll usually if I if I get into the game, I will play it through to the finish. Maybe do a second playthrough. Um, I pulled up the stats on my Steam account. I have 41 percent of my games not played. Um, of my 300 and something odd games, I have played only 51 of them more than 12 hours. Mm. <laughs> that being said, my average play time is 15 hours per game. Oh, that's pretty good. Better than most people, um, that's for sure. Well, yeah, for me, gaming, um, I work full-time. I do a bunch of other things. So for me, I'm not the type of person that will pick a game and just hammer at it. If I give a game more than 30 hours, it's a good game in my book. Um, I'm constantly looking for, like, I love story games, so I'll, like, play through them and just kind of move through pretty quickly. So a little bit of a different mindset. I'm... I changed like how I tackle games over over time. So when I was younger and I played games and I wasn't able to afford to just go out and buy, you know, slew of, you know, Steam sales didn't exist at the at the time and you couldn't buy 15 games for $5.63. Um because I had a limited set, you know, including if I if you rent a game, right? And rentals were even more were even more um of a of a driver for for that because you only had like five to seven days before you had to take it back so you just you just crushed as much of that game as you could into those five to seven days unless you just absolutely hated it but when i bought a game i put a lot into getting as much out of it as i could so um i was pretty big in in, in into completionism and, and getting as much out of it as i could but that was because my library wasn't huge if i had a big library and I didn't necessarily, you know, if I wasn't looking or if I was looking for something that was different than, than uh, you know, what I had in front of me, then I would have probably done that. But I didn't have that luxury, so I would just go and, and complete games. Then when the Xbox 360 came around and they introduced achievements, um, it took that and it gave me a, a tracker for how, you know, well I was finishing these games. Uh, and then I went full bore into into just getting as much out of my games as I could. Uh, I wasn't big on like, I had to have every achievement in a game, but I would get as many of them as I could within reason. Um, and I had like some stupid high gamer score at, at some point before I gave up that dream and just stopped, uh, stopped chasing it. But at that time when I stopped chasing that was around the time where uh, I was on the computer and, and games were way easier to get your hands on, uh, <laughs> on good prices and, and, the library got bigger and bigger and the backlog got longer and longer. And then it was more about, am I really enjoying this game? And if I did, then I'd put more time into it. But it's been a long time, I think the same as Jeff was saying, since I've actually sat down and said, I want to fucking 100% this entire <laughs> game. I need to get everything this game has to offer. Um, the last time I did that was Persona 4. And that was in two thousand and eight or nine so it's been uh almost 10 years since i've last uh wanted to do something like that 
there have been games that have come close. Like the first Mirror's Edge, I was I was pretty into, and I wanted to. Uh, I considered it for a time, going and looking for all the briefcase, you know, drop off mm. things. Um, and there have been other games that have that have also come uh, come close to the Mass Effect uh, franchise. I was always big on getting as many of my side quests with the characters and learning as much about the characters I could and draining that as as uh, as best I could. But there's not really been that many, and so I don't do that as frequently. But I try and make a point now, recently. So the Mist stuff, for example, and now the Secret of Mana thing and, and whatnot, I'm, I'm trying to force myself to actually finish games that I'm playing because I'm finding myself in a nasty habit where I have a shitload of games, and because I have a shitload of games, I am yeah. intentionally just dropping games mid midway through yep. and not completing them. You're not actually finishing them, um, yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to stop that habit and and honest to goodness saying, okay, unless this game is really, truly making me want to kill myself, <laughs> I need to actually finish this game. Uh, and yeah. so that's kind of the mindset I'm trying to give myself. And I think a lot of people could probably benefit from that because Steam is making it real hard for people oh, yeah. to want to stick to I the game. I set myself up on Steam mentally that I will not buy a game until I finish one of the games on my Steam list that I have not played. <laughs> so like that's good. This is it doesn't similar. Yeah, so, it's so good. I'm like, you know what? I'll pick up. You know, so if there's a game I haven't played or that I really want to do, I'm like, all right, let me let me finish some other game that I've been meaning to do. Because I and because I have so many things, I'm just like, oh my god. And I keep buying games, and I'm like, I need to actually play these games. Yes. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that's no, that's good, and I think that's. Uh, yeah, you know, that is that it is. I think a problem that people are starting to have now uh, with the Steam sales and G two A and all these places. You get so many games for yeah. so little money, um, mm. and they're just not completing. <laughs> they're just not completing the games, which is a bit unfortunate. So that's the yeah, I'm. Uh, it's like my New Year's resolution: start beating the damn games that you're buying. For God's sake, don't just put them in a corner somewhere. But yeah. So what's our what's our next question? What do we what do we got, Mister Black? Mm. Well, what do you guys want to go with? You guys want to go with serious or not so serious? Let's keep it um, not so serious. We got a bit serious today. But yeah, Say you, what? yeah. With our jadedness. We, I think he said not so serious. All right. Um, who are your free three? The three famous people you'd sleep with with no repercussions. Oh, God. Oh, this kind of shit get me no in trouble. repercussions. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any repercussions. You're you're safe. Everyone. 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 I <laughs> take no prisoners. Everyone. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I I don't know if I have three. I'd probably struggle oh, to, to come up God. with three. How do you not have three, man? I just don't Why? think about you it so frequently three. to like immediately say that. Um what about you, like I Panic? Might... Uh, I mean, Scar Joe's on everyone's list. Um, Not mine. Scar Joe? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Yeah, she's not on my list. Uh, who not else? Not on my list. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, I haven't thought about oh. it that much. Oh, you guys are just hurting me. Um, oh, Jeff, well, Jeff, Jeff's probably got like a 50 I haven't needed fucking to think, person yeah, I haven't long list. To think about it. <laughs> well, I don't have a, I don't have a 50 long person list. All right. I'm, I'm going to start off 
49. Uh, I'm going to start <laughs> off with my number. I'm going to I'm going to start off with my number th- number 2. Oh, you even have an order. I mean, I know who yeah. your number one is. I'm almost positive no, you hear don't. about it all the time. No, you don't. No? no, you don't. Has it changed? No, you don't. It's changed. Ah. Oh, no. Huh. Number two, Rachel Bilsom. Rachel Bilsom. <laughs> number two is Rachel That Bilsom. was the old if number you guys one. Don't know, okay. That's the old number one. If you guys that's don't know the who old she number is, one. she's the old summer chick from the OC. Super hot. The girl California. next door, super relatable. Uh, <laughs> she is literally my kryptonite. The wife knows it. I know it. Uh, the reason why she's gone down a peg is because I have found a new, a new love, and I'm not going to give it yet. But Rachel okay. Bilsom, number two for for a couple reasons. Number one, I haven't seen her in a while. And number okay. two, she's married and has kids to Hayden Christensen, which just automatically puts you down That's, one ring. I should put her on number three for that, but I'm going to let it yeah. slide. So number two, yeah. you have number two. I'd still props hit it, Hayden, but number two. Props to Hayden for grabbing that. Straight up. Straight up. All right. Gotta you know he loves her because you know he, you know he loves her because he can't act. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Got him. Uh, I'll give you, okay, I'll give you my number three, if we're going to play this back and forth. So I'll give yeah, you my number three. Right. My, my number three, um, actually, I, I have two I know for sure. A third, I actually just don't know. So I'm, I'm for all I know, this could be number two. So maybe this is number two. Uh, mm. Olivia Wilde is, mm. is my number two. Mm. Ooh, yeah, she'd definitely top that list. Damn, yeah, she's... She she's speaks to that, me on a number of levels. Yeah, she's like that exotic look too. It's just something different she's, about her. The 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 jaw gets me. The, the eyes jaw, are fucking yeah. eleven out of ten, and she's actually incredibly intelligent, which is uh, a dangerous combination. So you know how many people right now are on their computers, like just just looking, looking up, up Olivia Wilde females that we're saying right now. <laughs> yeah, they're all doing it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, this one's kind of one out of left field. Kristen Krug. Who Kristen? Who the Kristen fuck? Kr- you guys don't know from Smallville, Lana Lang. No, I don't know. Nope, nothing. Drawing blanks. I'll put it in. I put it in chat. Tristan Crook. Let me see. Uh, who would be my number three? I'm so fucking like. Who would that be right now? Kristen Crook. Okay, I think I think this might be the chick you're talking about. Uh, oh, you put it in the chat, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. This is a totally different girl. Uh, let me see. Let me be a judge of your taste here. Oh yeah, okay, yeah okay. It looks like she's got a little. She looks like she's got like a little Asian in her, like just a little, just a hint. It's either that or like a hint of black. Uh, she's half, like mixed. Is she half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's cute. She definitely ain't making my top three, but she's cute. That's for sure. She's got that girl next door look that I go for. Um. All right. So I have to. I have to put her in here now. Um, at number three, I'm going to have to go with Wonder Woman herself. I knew it. I knew it. After last week, to, you were basically sucking her non-existent D the whole freaking time. Yeah, I got to put, I got to put Gal Gadot. That's how you, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce I don't her last know, name. I, it doesn't matter. Name. Just call her Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
I I gotta I gotta put I gotta put her in the number three spot. I still gotta I still gotta take Rachel Bilsom over her, but God fucking damn it, man, this girl is an absolute. She's attractive. Smoke. She is beyond attractive, dude. Uh, she's she's amazing. She's actually. I can amazing. give you my three. I just I can give you I can give you my three. Uh, let me see. I think I've got it. I mean, the problem with th- my number three is there's probably like five people that if I looked them up, I could probably put in this spot. But for, yeah. for Gadot, current relevancy, yeah, yeah Godot. Yeah, I think is. I don't know if Although you I don't think that's how she pronounces it. Honestly, no, I think I've it's watched Gadot. interviews with her, and there's there's a T at the end. Something like that. I don't. I don't know. She's a god. Just uh, god. She's amazing. God. Wonder Woman. She's Wonder Woman. All right. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder there Woman. you go. Number three. All right. Number three. Alexandra Daddario. Who oh, she's my number one. No! <laughs> she's my number one. Guys are like one. Eskimo freebie okay. brothers. She's my number one. Oh, my God. She's a... God. She's a Damn, show. she is so hot. My... <laughs> Yeah. Fuck, she man, gra- her she, eyes, she my grabbed God. me. Yeah, the eyes are crazy. Uh, but the, she she got me in True Detective when I didn't even know who she was until I saw her in True Detective, and then it all went downhill from there. And she, oh, she is attractive. Oh man, and she's in Baywatch, <laughs> yeah. dude. When I watched Baywatch the other day, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she's not, she's not even like, she's not even trashy hot. She's just like, she, she carries herself well. Like even, even in Baywatch, she is dressed appropriately. It was like, there was always, it was always like a tease. Like you had, you had some other chicks in the movie that were just pretty much, you you pretty much see everything but the fucking. Oh no, my better (laughs) half just showed up in, in chat. I'm doomed boys. I don't know if I can say number one. I don't know. I might get in trouble. Well, she's she's four. She's four thousand. She's like four thousand kilometers away right now. So she she can't punch me yet. Yeah, Oxy. uh, He 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 just said uh, uh, Alexandra Daddario, number two uh, or no number three. Number two. He even said he eat her ass. Like that's how hot (laughs) she is. Easy there, killer. Don't put me under the bus. I didn't say that for. I will will phone call that. I must take. But maybe. Are you serious right now? Fine. I have to take this. Okay, mute your what mic, you doorknob. Oh, is he got a? He's phone? got a phone call. He phone has call? to take. It has to be pretty important. Oh, yeah, if he's see, running off he right did, now. See, he didn't. He didn't have a number two or a three. You see, know who's not calling him right now? Alexander Dario. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not calling him, dude. I, was, oh I thought I thought God. I thought uh, Panic was gonna give us fucking like Zach Efron and shit. I thought we were gonna go down that road. Zach Efron, no, uh, the um, uh, yeah, but the yeah, that's uh, anyway. Number what's okay? So your number one was my number three, so that's unfortunate. We've kind of ruined the surprise. <laughs> but uh, my number one is is and has been. So Jeff's Jeff's number one changed. My number one has not changed in probably the same length of time that Jeff you know, has had uh, Rachel in number one, and that's Adriana mm. Lima, who is the, mm. uh, has been, uh, not as much anymore because, you know, she's getting up there and had a kid, she's getting but older. doesn't matter, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Victoria's Secret model for the longest time, and um, yeah, that's that's like a, a 15 out of 10, Adriana Lima. Yeah. Oh. She married, she married some bench warmer from the NBA and just... Their kids are are going to be like seventeen feet tall. <laughs> They're going to be absolutely <laughs> enormous. Uh, but she's been number one for the longest time, uh, for sure. So those are 
those are our, our three. Jeff, we know is Alexandra. So panic. Did you give us? You gave us one. I gave you two. Two, two. really? Scarlett Johansson, Kristen oh. Kruk, and oh, Scarlett. Oh, right, Scarlett. Oh, right, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, yeah, okay. All right. Well, what's three? Okay. What's three? Olivia Wilde. You took a. You, you, you took said one Olivia of mine Wilde. too. You took one of mine. Mm. I apologize. I apologize. Well, then there you have it. There's, there's, th- there's it's all three. awkward Eskimo brothers now. It's just that's highly unfortunate. Uh, I'm just glad. Uh, I'm just glad that it wasn't. I, the one thing though is nobody ever says Adriana Lima, so I'm always safe on that one. Nobody's ever. Yeah, it's a good choice it. too. You can't even. I can't even rebuttal it. I can't even be like, nah, what's wrong with you? Like, no. nah, nah, she's no, hot. It's literally impossible. Um, she is hot. So there you have it, guys. Yeah. There it is. That's there the top. It. That's the top three. I mean, I could do a top ten list, but I'm not going to put you through. <laughs> Jeff's but, Jeff's uh, got a deep list. I struggled oh, to get deep. the three. Jeff Jeff's got oh, probably twenty people. Hey, I love women. I love women. They that's don't true. go unnoticed. I love women. True. And when you're married for as long as I am, you you take okay. Notice hold on back more. Whoa whoa whoa. How long have you been? <laughs> ma- <laughs> How long have you been married? Well, I've been married a couple of years now. We're going on three <laughs> years, but. I've been with I've been with the same woman for eight years, man. That's a long time, man. That's a long time. When you've been married as long as I have, he said. Well, oh, it feels like shit. I mean, not that dude. We were engaged <laughs> oh, for four years. I mean, technically, we've been married for like God knows how long. Six? We just didn't say our vows. <laughs> That's a long time, dude. In this day That's and age, funny. what the fuck, dude? People getting divorced uh, after six months. It's just people are yeah, sucking just, fifty thousand dollars a month out of motherfuckers. <laughs> you sound like you're a fucking 55, 60 year old man. Like, I have thirty years now and putting up with your shit. Like no, two years and a couple of years of of enga- engagement. <laughs> <laughs> Dude just broke thirty years old. Ah, it's been too long. But yeah, that's that's kind of funny. Well, it's not that it's been too long. It's just been it's been a while. It's been a while. So you gotta true. you know you 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 start to notice things. You know, I, I would love to have our women on here and give them their top three. I'd love to hear oh. their top three bangable mm. dudes. Because mm. I bet you their lists are longer than ours. Chris Pine. <laughs> Oh, it's Ryan it, it, Gosling. I, yeah, I, I think I think. Uh, okay, I, I, I know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna tell you what. If I if I was if I was going for it, I I would tell you I'd let him hit it. I've got three dudes. You got you got oh, dudes. Oh, you got man you're crush saying, on. You're saying that there's man three crush. guys that you would let. Oh, no, hit man, your, oh man crush. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about your man crush. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. Man crush. Oh, we're going there. You we're going a little Ryan, rainbow cap. Okay. Ryan. Oh yeah, Ryan Gosling, number one. Okay. Without, without a question. All right, Chris Pine coming in number two. Number th- number three uh, might be Hugh Jackman on that one. Ooh, ooh, okay. Those are those are uh, those are those are the three. My number one most certainly is uh uh man, it's it's a toss up. Uh, you go, panic. You go. You go. You go. <laughs> Go with uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I'll take a Hugh Jackman okay. in there, and then let's go. You mm-hmm. know what? We'll, we'll throw in Chris Pratt just because he seems like he'd be funny. Oh, Chris, Chris is Pratt. great. That's a good one too. He'd be making you he, laugh while he fucked you up. Yeah, 
I, I'm I'm definitely so my num my number one hasn't changed. My number my number one would definitely be Joseph Gordon Levitt. Number oh. two, yeah, that guy is smooth as fuck, man. Talented and smooth, just smooth criminal. You're not um, wrong. J- Joseph Gordon Levitt, number one. Number two is Zac Efron. That guy is fucking shredded to shit. That guy's body he's is got, like ridiculous. He's got abs that most people didn't even know existed. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then uh, number three, I'm going old school, boys. Just because, just because there's so much Clooney? motherfucking swag, uh, so much motherfucking swag, you just can't handle it. Will Smith. Ooh. Oh, black Will don't Smith. crack. <laughs> I gotta go Will Smith because Will Smith is just he is the smooth one of the smoothest motherfuckers in Hollywood. He just is. You know what? You He's, know what? You know what takes away brownie points for me with with Will Smith. Okay, a couple things. Uh, his children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically just killed killed the man crush boner right out of the gate. He's got a son that is quite possibly certifiably insane, and you his daughter's not crazy? too far behind. You know, I was gonna what? say Denzel Washington, uh, but I but he's he's a little too old. It's kind of weird. Um, the but here's here's the thing about Jaden. All right. Jaden is is he's a fucking weirdo dude, but I'm I'm. The, uh, some people may agree with me, and others may not. And the ones that don't probably have written Jaden off. Jaden is actually a pretty artistic and talented guy. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to deny that. As crazy as that sounds, he's, he's like still Justin insane. Bieber. Justin Bieber at the start was like a little shit, a little like, you know, a young guy in fame. And although he didn't have super rich parent parents and stuff, but Jaden has got a lot of swag. He's very artistic. He's outside of the box. He's like a black Shia LaBeouf or a, a black Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he is like a black Shia LaBeouf. I mean, they're I, both I, crazy. I think they're both artistic. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I he's he's like he's like an underground He's like this underground fucking movement that whenever I see him do shit, I'm like, God damn, what the fuck? Uh, this shit's fire. But at the same time, like this guy's a fucking twat too. He just looks like a little, a little shit, and I can't. What does I can't that look mean? Past, Nobody knows, know. but it's provocative. Man, he's, he's <laughs> that's got, like that's literally Jaden's whole life is nobody knows, but it's provocative. That's literally like if there was a tagline for Jaden Smith. That is his entire being. He just, everything on Twitter, every word starts with a capital letter. Like, nothing makes any sense. You know, just completely insane. It's stupid. stupid. I shouldn't have compared him to Justin Bieber because Justin Bieber is infinitely more talented than what Jaden is. He's going to blow up, though. You know why? He's doing K-pop this year, bro. Ooh, Justin is? Jaden is doing K-pop, bro. Oh fuck! Jaden's oh, he's, gonna, he's he, crazy. He, he's crazy enough for K-pop. Might as well do it. Oh my god, he would own it, dude. He'd be oh in, he'd be oh, one yeah. of those music videos that you love, bro. Oh. He'd be all colorful and shit. He'd have like I'm, dreadlocks I'm, and be I'm doing ready. all kinds of weird shit. I'm ready. G Dragon, G Dragon, and and Jaden together at mm. last. Mm. I can see it. He's now. got some cool stuff, man. Uh, Jaden just came out. Not just came out. It's been like a year now. But he had some music video. Out, just he had the freshest pair of kicks on, and it was like just super artistic. And it was just dope as fuck. And I was like, my God, this guy, like to the hip hop heads and like people that like just really enjoy some some really fresh stuff. 
I couldn't believe it. I, I the guy in the with the right people behind him and the right direction, I think he could he could be something pretty pretty cool. He's gonna you know how I see this going? He's gonna turn up and be Kanye fucking West. That's what we're gonna get. <laughs> I could, we're I gonna get Kanye. That. It's just I Kanye hit crazy later in life. Jaden hit that shit out of the gate. Puberty happened and he went batshit. Oh, yeah. And so that he, we're oh, hitting yeah. that early and and hard. And and so, you know, it's gonna be Jaden surrounding himself with like other Kanye West like lights. And then it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be funny to watch. Like, I do look forward to when he is not underground and he comes out because it's going to be like, what is the reveal going to be like? It's like Christmas morning. Oh, it's you open be that crazy. package up and it's going to be complete bananas, right? It's going to be absolutely nuts. <laughs> but yeah, that he, he might, he might kill the man crush status for his father because he is a little bit, you know, he's cuckoo. Mm. He's a little cuckoo. But, but anyway, I'd be, I would be interested to hear if, if, uh, for for the the ladies out there, well, uh, Adam's woman and my woman, uh, to hear what their top three dudes. I already are. know. I, I already know be... what Gab's list is. You ready oh, to hear shit. it? I'm you ready. ready to hear it. I'm ready. And this is not. This is not. This is. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm fucking serious right now. You. I'm a, You look at chat. All right. Keep eyes on chat when I say this. You know what the list is? Adam Morehouse. I'm not be. I'm not even trying to be like fucking. That's that's what I. That's what she is going to say. I'm not. Fu- I'm like Doesn't watch like it right it. now. Doesn't Here it look comes. Like it. Wait for it. It's the shocked face saying it's it'll probably be there. wrong. It'll be there. I'm telling you. It's funny, bro. That's funny, bro. I'm telling you, that's what it is. That's, uh, she that's won't funny. have one. She's the type of person that's like, I'm with you. I don't care about anybody else. Which oh, I, 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 shut the fuck that's, up. That's what it is. Like I Listen, uh, we were uh, talking. Listen, listen, Adam, I don't want to deflate don't, your ego. I don't want to deflate I, your ego. Dude, bro. I know. I don't. This is why I tell I'm like, I'm, I, this, we both know that we are not the most amazing people on the planet. That's cool. That's my stance. It's like, look, I know I'm like a solid... Seven five on a good day. That's cool. I'm down for that. But you gotta just—it's hypothetical. She did actually validate that. Listen, see, listen, I listen, told you. Listen, listen. I'm not. Listen. Okay. Anyway, sure, sure, man. Hey, hey. I told by you. By all means, there you go. Congratulations, <laughs> Adam. You found one that uh, that literally <laughs> is not attracted to any other human being except for you, sir. You have made it, bro. You have officially oh, made it. I know. I know. Do you know what Kayla's list is? Do you have a, a guess at what Kayla's list is? I know she, uh, Zac I say, Efron's I would, probably there. Oh, I would say probably Zac Efron would be number one for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if she wasn't sleeping right now, I'd go upstairs and bug her um, and, and ask her. And is I, she a I, Magic be, Mike be, guy? Mm, mm, I, don't, I don't think so. I would say probably uh, maybe Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be on there too. Okay. Um, but I don't. I I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. I do know Zac Efron though. I definitely have heard her mention Zac Efron. You know, multiple you, you, times. You so. know what to add to add to my man crush list. I don't even. I can never remember his name. Okay, but he. I just because he's in Magic Mike as well. The dude who's married to Sofia uh, Vergara um, from Modern Family. You obviously know who Sofia Vergara. Yeah, is. Yeah, I know who she is, but, but who her husband is? Is he? Oh, a, Al, is the he Al Bundy athlete? guy. 
No, you <laughs> fuck. What the hell is wrong with you? No, what's his name? Gabs will know because she finds him attractive. That's definitely on her list. If there was a list, a guarantee, 100%. I just can't remember his name for the life of me. What's his, what's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, Sophia's um, pretty hot, though. Let me look this. this up. I can't believe uh, you actually said Al Bundy panic. I want to fucking smack you right now. This is just, please. Joe Gonzalez? Yeah, I Joe Gonzalez. There, he's also a Magic Mike. This dude is jacked as shit. Okay. I don't know him and too a, well. And incredibly, this dude is just a, he's a, he's, he's a good looking dude. He's a handsome well, yeah, that's son of like a bitch. That, he looks like, he looks like what's his face that's playing Aquaman. Kind of, oh, uh, that would also be on Gab's list. Actually, yeah. See, you see, you see how fast you look at. Look how fast you change. I'm. I. I that's why I'm like, dude. Well, the, it's what I'm saying. She would say dudes. versus well, what I'm saying. She okay. would. I like guaranteed. So like, this, Joe is on there, and the dude who plays yeah, Aquaman. Yeah, she's is, even in is, chat saying, "Yeah, he's so hot." Well, there you go. Yeah, see, I'm there like, you go. come on. What kind of everybody's go. attracted to other people doesn't mean you're gonna like try and like fucking run out and like stalk them and like sex them or some shit. But I mean, we're all human. Fuck. I mean, there's attractive people in the world. Can I, I, mean, can that's I just, actually slip Sofia, Sofia Vergara into my number four slot? Because that woman Uh-oh. is aging like a fucking god. She's aging <laughs> like fine wine, man. She's aging like fine wine. Like, they're, if they ever had children, which would be kind of, you know, I think they're both in their, they're getting up there, but like such beautiful children would come out of those two. It would be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Those, are, mm-hmm. those are two very attractive people, for sure. Uh, doesn't that just make you sick, though? You're just like, fuck you, and you're so attractive. <laughs> you attractive motherfuckers. You know, uh, you just... Yeah, Jason Momoa, that guy, man. That guy's handsome, too, man. That guy's like a, a man's yeah. man. You yeah, fucking put a plaid fucking shirt on that man, you give him an axe, and you tell him to go out in the fucking <laughs> and woods and cut a tree down? <laughs> I'm telling you, you're this turn, guy... You're gonna turn Jason Momoa into a fucking Canadian? You're straight turn up, him dude, into a, get, a wood chopper? S- you give that guy an axe and a plaid t-shirt, and you just watch, like, you trees get pregnant. Shit is real. <laughs> trees, he impregnates the trees. As yeah. he's chopping them down, they're just getting impregnated and giving birth yeah, to little they, trees everywhere. It's Exactly, and they just, they multiply. <laughs> he, he will single-handedly just bring back clean oxygen in this world. He'll just go in one tree at a time, and they'll just, oh, the roots will my just, God. yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> No comment. These lists no are incredible. Comment. I like. Oh, I like. I like this. This is, this is a fun game. That escalated quickly. I like this game. Yeah, I'm starting to feel gay. I like this. I don't give and a I'm shit. Okay I'm not. I, I don't give a shit. Oh, some dude, of these I'm, dudes are so I'm damn pretty attractive. Confident. It's There's some handsome ass motherfuckers out there. There's some. There's some handsome ass motherfuckers out there. Even his little fucking cut up eyebrows, you handsome cut up eyebrowed motherfucker. That just adds character. It. Oh my god! It's like, damn it! Just <laughs> hold takes, an axe, motherfucker. That takes hold him up a axe. notch. If we had that fucked up eyebrow, it would wreck our lives. But that guy it makes him better. Oh yeah, damn right, dude. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got that scratch from a girl trying to claw her way to me. I'm just so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off the rail, boys. <laughs> we just got off the rails. Uh, I'm starring oh Game of Thrones. God. I'm fucking Khaleesi. Oh uh, my lord, that's so freaking good. Oh, anyway, funny. anyway, before this podcast just gets real weird, 
<laughs> that's before? the show. That's the show. Okay, well, that's the show. Before, yeah, before it gets too weird. We haven't crossed weird yet. Obviously, we need to we need to slow up before shit gets out of control. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that was something. I don't even know what I'm going to title this this episode. This was so all over the place. Um, but we'll come up with something. Hot dudes, just the sexiest, sexiest guys that you can find. <laughs> putting, just collage them all in a thumbnail. I'm putting Joe and Jason together, shirtless, just on the freaking thumbnail. Just say, That's just say technical alpha yeah. comes out. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be it. Oh my lord, that's too fucking funny. All right, well, ladies and, and gentlemen, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for all of your support. We're getting ever closer to that five thousand uh, dollar goal. On Patreon, which means uh, when that happens, maybe we're going to watch movies with Joe, <laughs> with Joe Mangin, Jania, whatever his name is, Joe fucking Hot Pants, and Jason Momoa, and and do commentary and talk about how attractive they are for the two hours we're watching the movie. I feel like Jeff's going to suggest uh, Magic so Mike. We, yes! I feel like I feel like I, I I feel like I want to. For for the movie stuff, I I I wanna I wanna show you guys movies that you probably have never seen before that I think you'll absolutely love. Like just some okay. some absolute fire of movies that you probably haven't seen before that you're gonna love. So I wanna suggest I wanna suggest the original <laughs> old boy. Not the American remake, but the old ass one. Yeah. The original mm. I I've never seen it so but anyway, we'll, it, we'll 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 figure that out. But that'll be a fun, we'll cross that'll be that a fun series for sure. We'll cross yeah. that bridge. But yeah, we're. Uh, but thank you so much, uh, guys. And once again, uh, there was reviews on iTunes really going a long way. So if you take the time to do that, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next week. But at the very least, some assortment of E3 content over the next uh, few days will be rolling out. Uh, we haven't decided exactly what's going to happen for that, but there will be something in some form and then some kind of recap, I'm sure, uh, because there will be lots to, uh, lots to talk about. So, uh, you can look forward to that. And for those on Twitch, uh, there might even be some live streams involved with that as well. So, uh, be sure to keep an eye. Yeah, we'll be exchange. It will be a rotation of sorts, probably because of schedules and everything else. But we'll try and make something happen. Uh, so you can look forward to that as well. And uh, yeah, we before we go, we've got a list of people that are probably uh, as attractive as as those uh, to Joe and Jason. At least These in are our all books. my number ones. Oh, Panic's been saving his number ones for the Patreon producer list. Mm, I see how good it call, is. Panic. I Good see how it is. You gold digger. <laughs> Taking a page Beast rated all. to Jason Frazier or Brendan Frazier's life. Yeah. Beast all kid. He's got lots of money. Go after him. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving it all to us for Christ's sake. That's right. That's right. We're 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 his alimony. Uh Beastall, thank you so much. Jetrix yes, as sir. well. Mr. Miyagi. Actually, oh crap, I didn't get a chance to move Mr. Miyagi. He's actually next to Jetrix in this list, but his name didn't get moved. Uh so I apologize. I will wax on and off extra hard this week just for that mistake, Mr. Miyagi. Uh Postal Panda, Jamaican Jazz, Adam B, Toad of Steel, Naily, J A, Derek P, Fry C, and Ice Wolf. As always, thank all of you. Uh, for your fantastic you support. How many openings and, we got there for uh, that $100 mark? I'm starting, uh, you know. Um, I don't know. You can go look. 
I'm not sure what we're technically. Yeah. I think it's supposed we to be got, six, but we got too we got too many in there, guys. We too many. <laughs> <laughs> the seller's real. Go fill the hundred dollar spots. Uh, but yeah, we'll be um, we'll be around some more for the E3 stuff. So once again, guys, thank you so much. And until we see you in the next ones, peace.